and we are live. How's everybody doing tonight? My name is Anthony Brian Logan, and you're watching and or listening to ABL Live. Thank y'all for joining me tonight. You could be almost anywhere in the world, but you're right here with me live on the show, and I appreciate y'all for that. We got a whole lot going on all over the internet, all over mainstream media, social media, everywhere, and I don't know where to start. First of all, uh, breaking news. Surprising news, Nikki Haley has lost the South Carolina primary to President Donald Trump. And, of course, she's from South Carolina. So to get curb stomped in her own home state should be enough to go ahead and drop out. But will she drop out? Will it happen? We'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later. Also, did you guys experience the AT&T outage? I heard quite a few stories about it. And there's not really much from AT&T about what caused it. Some said it could have been a cyber attack. Some said it could have been weather, space weather. We'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later. And also, I guess we can finally talk about COVID-19 vaccines hurting people freely on YouTube without being censored. Because now it's being reported by the mainstream media. The very same things that we said were happening myocarditis pericarditis blood clots etc are reportedly at higher risk even if it's a slightly higher risk than if you didn't get the vaccine we'll talk about that a little bit more a little bit later also Fonnie willis and the boy toy the sugar baby nathan wade phone records have come out which apparently prove that they were both lying in court about their romantic partnership beginning in 2022 we'll talk about all those things and more on tonight's episode of abl live and i thank y'all again for being here you guys are the best audience anywhere on the interwebs if you like what you're hearing so far if you enjoy the content in general please give the video a thumbs up like the video share the video do all of that good stuff that'll help me out tremendously we got quite a bit going on we got breaking news like i said nikki haley got kurt stomp got uh stomped out over got stomped into wine over in south carolina of course that was going to happen did anybody really think for one minute that nikki haley was going to actually win the south carolina primary really did anyone think that she was going to win anything as of right now and maybe i'm wrong nikki haley has not won anything at all in this entire race i don't know why anybody thought that she would have a chance beyond like nobody really had a chance aside from Trump, but I don't know why anybody thought Nikki Haley would come close. I have no clue, but anyway, so Trump 57.9 Haley 40.5. And you know, I don't even really believe that it was that close. I think a lot of Democrats are going to vote in the primary the same way they did, or they tried to do out there. What was that? Iowa where Trump at one point had won all 99 counties, but then Nikki Haley came in and won one county at the very end for Democrats coming out there and voting. Same way in New Hampshire. I showed you the video of the young man talking about he is not a Nikki Haley voter or a Trump voter, but he voted for Nikki Haley as a strategic vote to get Trump out of the way. I presume that same kind of thing was happening in South Carolina from Democrats as well. But maybe I'm wrong. That could be a mistake on my part, but I don't think so. Anyway, she has lost. But before I even get into yeah, Nikki Haley, afuera. Shout out to her. Shout out to Javier Malay. We'll talk about Javier Malay, Donald Trump, Vivek Ramaswamy, Nikki Haley, and a few more. 
a little bit more, a little bit later. But first, let me not get too ahead of myself. Shout out to the sponsors. Shout out to PatriotPost.us, your best source of news and information anywhere on these interwebs. Their link, as always, will be in the description. If you can type it into your browser, just type in PatriotPost.us and tell them that ABL sent you. Also, what do we have? We have uh, the merch website, ablmerch.com. That is A-B-L-M-E-R-C-H dot C-O-M. We got the hats, t-shirts, stickers, hitters, mugs, and more right there on the website. Again, ablmerch.com. Also, go to my regular website, anthonybloggan.com. That is A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, the letter B-L-O-G-A-N.com. Go to the front page of the website. I write articles for each video that I produce. So if you're ever wondering, hey, ABL, where is the full video? Where are your sources? Can I get a summary written? All that will be right there on the website, anthonyblogan.com. Again, A-N-T-H-O-N-Y, the letter B-L-O-G-A-N.com. All my links I'm mentioning right now will, of course, be in the description. Also, please go to the contact page, anthonyblogan.com forward slash contact. You can find my email address, my snail mail address, my social media accounts, my Facebook, YouTube. Of course, you're right here on YouTube now. But Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, never going to call it Twitter. All those links are on the contact page. And of course, if you're ever wondering if you are conversing with me or not on the interwebs, the best way to go about it would be to cross-reference on the contact page and use a little bit of common sense, right? If the email says... Okay, I live in um, the hottest house, meaning temperature-wise, the thermometer is 145 degrees for no reason in tropical climate in Lagos, Nigeria, and I scam for a living at Outlook.com. That's probably not me. So if someone is in the comments replying to your comment on one of my videos talking about, hey, I'm ABL, I can help you with Forex. I can help you with this, that, and the third, some Sam Bankman fraud sounding type of stuff. It's not real. It's not me. And don't get scammed. Don't send anybody gift cards. Don't send anybody any random monies on some shady WhatsApp, uh, janky email. Don't do it. Okay. And again, if you are wondering if it's me or not, first of all, my email is very easy to remember. It's contact at anthonyblogan.com. You know my name and you know contact. That's all you got to know. And you could just double check on my website. And the, the website will always be in the box. I'm easily Googleable. If you search ABL on Google, YouTube, I come up. I'm real easy to find. So don't get scammed by these people in the comments. Don't get scammed by the 300,000 pound uh, Lithuanian guy who takes up the entire crawl space of his house over there in that particular part of the world. Don't have that guy be on his back with the the tiniest cell phone in the world, holding it like this, scamming you out of all your hard earned income. Don't nobody got time for that in 2024. All right. So we got a lot to get into today. And again, thank y'all again for being here. You guys are the best audience anywhere on these inner web. So shout out to you guys for joining now, as I said, uh, Nikki Haley, I'm going to jump straight to her first because that's happening like right now. I mean, I don't think that we would, I don't think that anybody is surprised here. I think that we all thought this would be the outcome of the actual um, primary in South Carolina. But here is a news clip 
uh, from Fox. Let me get some sound. Let me get some video. All that good stuff. Let's check it out. Hold on. Philip says, hi, ABO. Watching you from Germany. I found all your thoughts 100% right. Keep up the good work. Thank you for that. I definitely appreciate you. From Deutschland. From Almania. From Germany. Shout out to you over there in that particular part of the world. Is it is it late? Is it early? What time of the day is it over there in that part of the world? All right. Let's keep on going here. So here is the clip from Fox about Nikki Haley. Tonight, the voters of her home state make their voices heard. Our coverage of the South Carolina primary starts right now. Shout out to the person recording this with their phone on the, on the TV. It is 7 p.m. here on the East Coast, and the polls are officially closed in the state of South Carolina. Good evening. I'm Brett Baer. And good evening, everybody. I'm Martha McCallum, live here at Fox News headquarters in New York for our special coverage of the South Carolina Republican primary. And the Fox News decision desk can now project that former President Donald Trump will win the state's GOP primary. Now, I heard that the polls open and then immediately closed, meaning, or, well, as soon as the polls closed, pardon me, the, the polls closed and then it was over. Like as soon as, as soon as the polls stopped, it was, it was done because there was no way that she was going to actually win. So it was a pretty much foregone conclusion that Nikki Haley was going to lose South Carolina to Donald Trump. And I don't think anybody's surprised. I don't think anybody's like, wow, that's so surprising. Nobody. Despite the media's best effort to make Nikki Haley be the more attractive selection, there was never going to be anybody else other than Trump. People were asking me, they were like, hey, ABO, you think that she has a chance that she could win anything? I'm like, no, nobody can beat Trump. Nobody. Nobody's anywhere close to him. I like Vivek. He's cool. I mean, he's not perfect, but he's cool. DeSantis is a great governor, an amazing governor. But to actually be able to defeat Trump in, in, in anything, it's just not going to happen. So again, uh, he won yet another primary and he's going to keep on rolling. And so they just, I, I mean, at a certain point, I think everybody, I think the only person left to be Nikki Haley, just go ahead and drop out right now, do it gracefully in your own home state, go back to Bamberg and then have that be that because there's no path forward. There's no path to actual victory. Papa Nye, Shelly, shout out to you. You're laughing. I'm with it. I'm right there with you uh, laughing, boss. But, yeah, go ahead and pack it on up, man. Pack it on up. Do something else because it's pretty much a wrap. Now, here's a video. RIP to the headphone users. Sorry for the loud noise. But we had the, the janky audio from that one. Let's check this out. And um, that's, that's a good one right there. Freebird, Freebird says bets on the VP. I'm, I'm betting it's going to be between Vivek and Byron Donalds. But I'm thinking Vivek, what do you guys, who do you guys think is going to be the VP? Matter of fact, should I do a poll? Now, before I do the poll, who should be in the poll? As you guys are contemplating that, I'll play this video here about the whole uh, South Carolina performance from Nikki Haley. 
Nikki Haley has lost every single state and nearly every single county that she has competed in in this Republican primary. And that's definitely not going to change tonight. She's due for a big loss in her own backyard here in South Carolina. And as for President Trump, he's never been in a stronger position to win. He's polling by more than double digits with independence over Joe Biden. He's beating Joe Biden in nearly every single head-to-head general election matchup. He's winning Hispanic Americans. He's winning women. He's making earth-shattering gains with African Americans across this country. And that's exactly why starting tomorrow, we will take our focus away from Nikki Haley, who does not have a chance in heck at becoming the president of the United States. We're going to focus on our real opponent, and that is Joe Biden and the radical Democrats who are destroying this country. So there we go. That's um, that is Carolyn Levitt. She's Trump 2024 National Press Secretary. All right. So Trump 24 Press, press Secretary. Um, let's see. Let me read some of you guys. All kind of random stuff. Not Alex Jones. Come on. Let's be serious. Uh, a lot of you guys are saying Ben Carson, Tim Scott, not Alex Jones, really, for vice president. I mean, come on. You think you think you think has a chance like I wouldn't even want that ticket because. Excuse me. Um, Alex Jones is way too controversial to have two controversial guys on the same ticket is kind of out of this world. You need a, a more balanced ticket, in my opinion. OK, let me see. Tim Scott. OK, I think I'm I see a few for the same people. Let me just do a poll for you guys right quick. OK, and. The question Trump VP question mark, we're going to do Christy. Gnome, Vivek Ramaswamy, and who else? A lot of you guys are saying Ben Carson. That's a very popular pick. And so the, the choices are going to, because I can only do four. I have a four-person limit. That's as much as I can do on YouTube's polling system. So the poll, uh, Christy Gnome, Vivek Ramaswamy, Ben Carson, Tim Scott. That's the 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 picks from what I'm reading right here. Because a lot of you guys are talking about um yeah, I'm seeing quite a bit of Christy Gnome. Uh Tulsi Gabbard. That's interesting. Okay. So yeah, that's that's the ABO for VP. You guys are far too kind. All right, I'll start the poll. I know there's more people to pick from. Rand Paul's a good one. Uh, who else? Maybe even a DeSantis, but that might be kind of a far cry. But definitely Rand Paul. Um, Tulsi Gabbard. You guys like Tulsi Gabbard? I'm not necessarily a Tulsi Gabbard fan. I know there's other choices, but I have a four-person limit on the YouTube polling system. I can only put four. And sorry for this being a big part of the screen on the actual video. I can't change that because... There's no option for me to independently move it. I can move it over here on my end, but I can't move it right there on the screen. So pardon me for that. But that'll be gone as soon as I close the poll out, okay? And you guys cannot see the results as well, but I can see the results. I'm not going to show you. I'm not going to tell you the results until a little while. So I'll keep it up for a few minutes, and then I'll let you know what the results are afterward. Why not person from a third party? Well, I mean, at, at a certain point, people don't really do that. The American people, even if you are a third-party person, you're going to run as one of the two just to make it easy, just like Rand Paul. Rand Paul, in reality, is an independent, but he caucuses with Republicans. Bernie Sanders, an independent, but 
a Democrat when he needs to. So, I mean, that's just not really how things work. And people talk about, oh, we need, we need more than one party. Do we really? I don't think so. I think that'll just cause more confusion. And there's actually more than two parties, but they don't have enough juice. You got Libertarian Party. You got the Green Party. You got a lot of parties. There's dozens of parties, if not more than that, but there's just two main ones that dominate the country. Yeah, you got Libertarians. You had, um, what's, what's your man's name? Egg McMuffin out there in Utah. He's an independent and won his race a while back. But it's just not. And then let's say you got two independents in Congress. Okay, well, when you want to side with the side to get certain things done and be the deciding vote, who are you going to be with? You got to have allies. You got to have a team. You can't just be you out there by yourself when you're talking about being able to vote. All right. So that's that. Now, again, I will leave the, the polls up for a little bit and then you'll see it close on that side. And speaking of Trump and Vivek and whatnot, I got a few good clips here. All right. So speaking about afuera, we have Trump meeting um, uh, Malay, Javier Malay. All right. Let's check it out. President. This is a fantastic moment. This is like alternate universe Trump. <laughs> you know, uh, uh, South American. It's like I'm seeing the same. You got the hair and then just the kind of, you know, just they're like almost like mirror images, in my opinion. Am I the only one that thinks that way? I feel like they're, they're, they're very similar to each other. Thank you. 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 Thank Okay, I, I need to get the, the 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 dirty blonde grayish. I need to get all that on top of my head right there. Yeah, like like Joy Reid. Joy Reid has hair envy. That's why she's wearing those crazy um um mop looking wigs. Straight from Party City, par Party City, Amazon, Sheen, all of that on top of her head because she wants to be like Javier Malay and also President Donald Trump. Make Argentina. Now, I got a question. Is it a cultural thing like Argentina, South America to be like real close? Like how Italians be like right on top of your face when they talk to you, they want to be right here. When I'm seeing this Trump kind of getting a little bit of a distance, it's like, hey, you, you don't got to be right here. Is that a cultural thing or am I tripping? Because some parts of the world, when they talk to you, they want to be within almost like touching noses. It's like, my man, I don't need your lip to touch, touch my lip when we're speaking. Give me a, a little bit of space. You know, it might, it might be a cultural thing.
Yeah, I figured that's what it was. You know, a lot of the um, Italians in Argentina is a cultural thing. They would be right up on you. Yeah, I understand that. So, yeah, shout out to the um, Argentinian. Shout out to the Italian. Shout out to everybody out there, uh, South America. Hopefully, he's able to make Argentina great again and save it from where it has been. All right. But we also have our main man, uh, Vivek. All right. Now, here we go. Let's watch this one. Marxismo afuera. <laughs> Howdy, congratulations. Thank you very much. Very happy. And you're more of a Mises guy. I'm a Hayek guy. But, uh, but there are good synergies between the two. And, and we want to bring that mentality to the U.S. So that's, that's what we need to learn. How you actually shut things down. Pero uno de los más maravillosos pensadores de la libertad So does he speak Spanish? Does Vic speak Spanish? Because speaking to him in Spanish, so... I think maybe when he came out and said something in Spanish, he would assume, okay, now you know Spanish. Or maybe he did a little, some research on him and knows that he speaks it. So let's let's see if he can respond in Spanish. Okay, now he ain't gonna respond in Spanish. He might be able to understand it, but not necessarily speak it to him in a fluent way. All right. These agencies, you have to shut them down as you're doing. And so I'm proud of you for doing that. You set a good role model. Así es. We want to bring that to the U.S. Tomen la patente de afuera. Afuera. All right, so there we go. So shout out to uh, Javier Malay meeting uh, Vivek out there. Shout out to him. I think I think we pretty much have seen the VP, and it's probably Vivek. That's what I'm thinking about. It makes a lot of sense because. He has a lot of momentum. Truthfully, if you're going to be totally honest, now that the, 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 the primary is pretty much over, because I think Nikki Haley is going to drop out pretty soon. And if she doesn't, it doesn't really matter because she's not going to win it anymore. If you've not won anything yet and you got stomped into wine in your own home state, I think it's over with. I think we can look back on the primary and see that Vivek did the best outside of Trump. Because DeSantis, a disappointment. Nikki Haley never had a chance. And I don't even remember anybody else being in the race. I don't. I know Larry Elder. He was there. Love Larry Elder. Shout out to him. I'm one of his biggest fans that has ever walked the face of this planet. Okay, love him. A lot of good people ran or threw their name in the hat. But Vivek, out of everybody except for Trump, did the best. So I think he's going to be the VP. All right, now, having said that, I'm going to go ahead and close the poll out right here. We have 498 votes. Let me get to 500 votes on the poll, then I'll close it. And I'll give you guys the results. All right, 500, there we go. Um, so, the results after 501 votes, Vivek with 55% of the vote, Ben Carson, 22%. That's kind of surprising. Uh, Christy Nome, 12%, and Tim Scott, 9%. Now, again, this poll was who should Trump pick for the VP? Again, one more time. Vivek won, obviously, with 55% of the vote. Ben Carson, 22%. Christy Nome, 12%. Tim Scott, 9%. Now, of course, I couldn't put every person in the world on the list because YouTube has a limit of four choices in the poll. So that was the four right there. And, of course, Vivek um, won according to you guys. And I think that you guys are right, but we'll see what he does here pretty soon. We'll see what he does. Now is Candace. Somebody said Candace Owens as um, VP. 
She's not old enough, is she? It'd be 35 to be the president. Now, there's also a plot to the vice president. Candace Owens turns 35 in April. All right. So I don't know if that makes a difference. I don't really understand. I'm not quite sure if I'm, you know, right, wrong or whatever on that. But we're going to we're going to get to that a little bit more um, as time progresses. I think that he'll probably speaking about Trump, he'll probably announce a VP pretty soon. So it's, it's got to be if put it to you this way. If Nikki Haley drops out today, I think Trump has to announce a VP today. Because what are we waiting on? Let's go ahead and just get straight to it. Yeah, so we'll, we'll see. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video. Share the video. Do all of that good stuff. That will help me out tremendously. All right. Now, speaking about Candace, um, she spoke about some of the books that the actual Nazis were burning on her show. I thought it was a pretty interesting video. And a lot of you guys are saying that she should be more into just to commentating and have that be her lane. Maybe that might be right. Maybe so. You know, everything's not for everyone. If you're able to be into the cultural space, that's a very good thing. You know, people are talking about Candace aside from the political stuff and they're agreeing with her. And once you're able to kind of get yourself in there, uh, in the social space, that's a really good thing for us to have as conservatives. So she may be needed in that space more than anything else. We'll see. We'll see how it goes. Do Let's check it out. Do you know which books the Nazis were burning? And I'm asking you this, and I'm telling you why it blew my mind, is because definitely something that we covered extensively, and you will cover extensively throughout the public education system is the Holocaust, Nazi Germany. It's why so many people, when they're commenting, it seems like the only historical reference they have is, it's just like Hitler, it's they're literally Nazis. So that, that obsession with only referring to that historical aspect is partially because when you're in the public school system, you, you really focus on World War II and the Nazis. So I was shocked that I never learned throughout that schooling that the brown shirts, you know, the, the student activists that went around burning a bunch of books were burning books that they deemed to be Marxist and that they deemed to be overtly sexual. And one of the first and most notorious book burnings was the student-led destruction of the library at the Institute for Sexual Research. That library was founded by a man named Magnus Hirschfeld, and he was the guy who actually first coined the term transsexual. So that's something right there. That's a little piece of it. So what do you guys think about that? Can we get a live fact checking for any guys, any of you guys in the comments about the book burning? Like what books did they burn? Was it just those kind of books or was it something else? You guys let me know. Okay, so someone said Nikki Haley speaking right now. Let me see if I can pull it up right quick. You guys give me a second. I doubt that she's going to actually drop out, but we'll see. I'm going to count it. I know 40% is not 50%. But I also know 40% is not some tiny group. Cringe, cringe, cringe. There are huge numbers of voters in our Republican primaries who are saying they want an alternative. Yeah. 
I said earlier this week that no matter what happens in South Carolina, I would continue to run for president. I'm a woman of my word. Oh, boy. So cringe. up this fight when a majority of Americans disapprove of both Donald Trump and Joe Biden. <laughs> South Carolina has spoken. We're the fourth state to do so. In the next 10 days, another 21 states and territories will speak. They have the right to a real choice. Not a Soviet-style election with only one candidate. And I have a duty to give them that choice. But you keep losing, though. So what are we talking about? Running third party? We can't afford four more years of Biden's failures. Or Trump's lack of focus. We're at $34 trillion in debt and counting. Not even a third of our eighth graders are proficient in reading. Families can't afford groceries. Nine million illegals have come to our border with enough fentanyl to kill every single American. And beyond our borders, the world is on fire. War is spreading further every day. If we aren't strong, those wars will draw America further in. And it's not just about policies. We won't get out of our downward spiral if we keep obsessing over the past. Does, does anyone seriously think Joe Biden or Donald Trump will unite our country to solve our... Apparently, the majority of people in South Carolina thought that Trump would do better than you. It's fascists. The other calls his fellow Americans vermin. They aren't fighting for our country's future. They're demanding we fight each other. The younger generation, my children's generation, knows it better than anyone. They deserve better. They deserve leadership. And so I will keep fighting for them and for you and for all of America. From the start of this campaign, I have made clear that I'm running for president to save America. I'm running to remind us what it means to be an American. In the America I know and love, we believe in each other. And we believe in America's inherent goodness. Now is the time to renew that belief. 
Now is the time to remember who we are. We're citizens of the greatest country in human history. I'm not buying it. I mean, is it going to be a third party run? What are we going to do? We must lead now more than ever before. I'm grateful to South Carolina. I always have been and I always will be. And I'm grateful that today is not the end of our story. We're headed to Michigan tomorrow. And we're headed to the Super Tuesday States throughout all of next week. Oh, my gosh. We'll keep fighting for America, and we won't rest until America wins. I want to give a few thank yous because we've had some people who've really, there have been too many to thank. But I really have to single out Congressman Ralph Norman. Who? Ralph has had pressure on him from every side that he needed to not support me and that he needed to step away from me. And he always said, there's no way in hell. I want to thank Senators, Senator Tom Davis, Representative Nathan Ballantyne, and Representative Mike Neese, who were there. We had other supporters, but they were constantly there. Tom, you've been there from the very beginning. Nathan, you'll forever be my desk mate. Okay, so I think we got the gist of what's happening here. I think that she is going to continue to run. She's going to continue to go to Super Tuesday, all that good stuff, and what, just lose some more? I mean, what are we talking about? You're not going to, you have no, you've not won anything yet. You can talk about 40%, all this, that, and the third, but you've not won anything yet. So what are we saying here exactly? I'm going to try to hang around for a tad, a minute, to see if she's going to talk about anything else. But if not, we can, we can just move on from this. The story behind um, me and Gresham is we had... Okay, you're talking about, you know, just the thanks and all that kind of good stuff. So that's what, that's what Nikki Haley's talking about. Again, that was live. We just watched that. Nikki Haley says... She's not going to drop out. Although she lost, she said that 40%, you know, that's that's good. Even though we lost, it's a moral victory. We're going to keep on going because I'm a woman of my word. Did you catch that? Man of my word. One woman. Cringe. So anyway, she's going to go to Michigan, Super Tuesday, all that good stuff, and still try to hang on. Now, somebody said it. Maybe her purpose is if Trump gets locked up, then she'll be able to just to swoop in and be the presumptive nominee. Maybe that's her her reasoning. And I'm sure that she's being bankrolled by some really rich and powerful people that are allowing her to keep on. Because you can't keep losing time after time and have people give you money. Okay. Um, the, the comments right here. Do you guys see the comments on this video? Hold on. I'm, I'm showing the comment section on the right-hand side of this. Let me see if I can zoom. Yeah, matter of fact, hold on. Tomato, tomato, tomato. Look, laughing emojis, tomatoes, all kind of stuff. Clown, clown faces, 
Nothing worked. You lost. Just quit already. Thumbs down. I don't really see a lot of positive uh, things here. And let me see if I can see the like to dislike ratio. Okay, 506 likes, 398 dislikes. Let me just add one more. There we go. I'm doing my due diligence. I'm doing my part. Okay. So that's kind of what's happening right now with Nikki Haley. Now, we can move right along. And if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Now, um, <laughs> this is these people right here who I'm going to show. This might be what Nikki Haley supporters do when she finally drops out and they realize that she's not going to win. All right, let's let's check it. What in the world? <laughs> okay, so what did they say in the beginning? Does anybody speak that language? <laughs> Cringe March, Karen March. <laughs> Cringe March, Karen March. Yeah, that's that's pretty much what's going on. Waldo, yeah, Waldo to gain a few pounds right there. Waldo found a Waffle House. Waldo found um, uh, a Cracker Barrel. Waldo found uh, Dunkin' Donuts. Waldo found... A little bit of everything. Waldo found a slurp of 7-Eleven. Waldo found, you know, a, a, a food addiction. But anyway, I digress. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Let's keep on going. Now, let's talk about the border a little bit. Because that's, you know, an ongoing thing. And I got to give you this because this just kind of encapsulates it. Right. Let's let's check it. All right. Now, the top meme, we have airport security and at the bottom, we got the border. Now, if you've been through TSA and you've had this done to you, you know how it feels. Meanwhile, at the border. Hey, man, come on in. It's all good. You want to get on the airplane? You want to fly from Dallas to Houston? OK, we're going to pretty much um, fill you up in front of the whole airport, but you want to come from China to New York City? Hey, man, come on in. It's all good. Don't need worry about it. I'm going to turn that music off. Shout out to Kirby Enthusiasm. All right, so that's what's happening. All right, we got tight security to get on the airplane, but to get into the country, yeah, it's, all, it's all good. You want to fly into the country, we got tight security. You want to just bogart your way into the country, bringing drugs, guns, humans, uh, slaves. It's all good. Come on in. No problem. I'll tell you what. I've had that happen to me in TSA, but they, they did it to my front. They, they, they were touching my, my front. It's like, whoa, 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 sir. I'm not really feeling this backhand stuff on my, on my region. All right. I'm not really. I, I don't consent to this. Can I call somebody? Can I call Gloria Allred for this? Like, this, this is not what I really wanted to happen to me on a Tuesday to have some dude in Atlanta who's probably on the, 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 the rainbow parade going like this all on my stuff. That's not what I signed up for. Okay. All I want to do is get on my airplane 
to my destination. I don't need this little this little backhand treatment on my on my package before I get on the plane. Okay, it's not really needed. The, the you can't just do the little metal detector to see what could I possibly have right there anyway. Okay. I don't have no pistol or nothing. You'd be able to detect that in the middle. What are you looking for? But anyway, I digress. So yeah, the border security is top notch, but, um, oh, it's not top notch. The airplane security is top notch. The border security is no notch. It's zero notch at all. Yeah. You're attacking my region. It's some dude with box braids, some dude in Atlanta with box braids. Okay. That's six foot five and makeup on. Going like that to my region. I don't feel comfortable. All right. I, I don't feel comfortable. I want to go do something else. All right. Can I get can I get the, the young lady with the BBL? <laughs> anyway, let me stop. All right. So here we go. We have the Darien Gap. And we have guys that came from Angola, Africa. To Panama somehow. Somehow, some way. Not English. You're from Angola. Yes. Como estuvo Darien? Darien. 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 Turbo. 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 Angola, Africa, and they speak Portuguese because, little known fact, Angola is right across from Brazil. So the Portuguese slavers would just go across the across the water. It was a straight shot from Rio to, um, what's the name of that? Luanda is right across the water, right across the ocean. Yep. So Portuguese-speaking Africans in Panama, okay, not Brazilian, from Africa, coming through the country. Illegally, and they're gonna have all their cousins and everybody with them. That's how. That's what's happening right now. White guy right behind here. It's, it's the whole world. It's no. It's no race specific. You get black, white, Puerto Rican, candy stripe, all coming to the border illegally. Okay. Where are you trying to go? Canada. Wow. All right, Trudeau. <laughs> all right, Trudeau. That's interesting. Wow, how are you going to do that? Canada. Okay. Wow, 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 wow. There we go. That's what's happening. <laughs> that's what's happening. Canada. What are they going to do in Canada, farming? That's that's a new thing up in Canada. A lot of the migrants, they're going to put right on the farms. You're coming from a different part. You're coming from one of these uh, countries, like low-level countries. You don't got a lot of skills. They put you to work on the farms right away. That's what, That's where you're going to be. It's going to be cold up there too, boss. You coming from Angola. You from, uh, you know, kind of a arid region. It's going to get kind of hot down there. You going to Canada. It's going to be much, much, much different. That that wife beater you got on ain't going to do no good in the great white north. But anyway, I digress. Let's keep on going. We got more as it relates to what's happening with the border. Because that's always kind of a, a hot topic. Let's keep on going here. All right. Oh, here we go. These guys are from Syria wearing tactical tactical gear. All right. RIP to the headphone users. Let's watch this. All right. Where are you from? Syria. 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 Ah, what's your name? Milad. Milad? Why'd you come to the US? 
Uh, why coming to U.S.? No? No English. Okay. Yeah, they, they, okay. Yeah, sure. Look, look at the, look at Tactical Gear right there. Y'all don't speak no English. It's funny. Sometimes they, they'll speak perfect English and just kind of hot behind that. Why'd you come here? Oh, no English. But then when it comes time to get asylum and get benefits, they speak perfect English. They speak the Queen's English. They speak like they've been raised in the United Kingdom for their entire life. And they might have been in Syria for one year of their childhood. Where are you from? From Syria. Syria? English? So, so. Why are you coming to the U.S.? Why come? Because we, uh, we love America. Ah, okay. And, uh, we need... Uh, Money. A nice style, a nice life. Yeah, coming uh, for jobs? Yeah, a nice job, a nice... Uh, we want money, that's what it is. Everybody wants money. That's the that's the prop, that's the whole thing. Oh, the seeking asylum, ABL. How'd you come from Syria to the U.S. if you're an asylum seeker? Last I checked, I thought asylum seekers were kind of, you know, kind of desperate, just trying to find somewhere. Okay, Europe, Europe is right there. It's right there. It's not that far. Russia, all of that is right. You're right in that particular region. You can go there. But you wouldn't have come all the way across past the entire Europe, okay, because you got Europe right here. Syria is over here. You went past the whole Europe over the Atlantic Ocean probably, or you might have gone the other way. You might have gone um, like past India, all of that, past China, Russia. You might have gone Pacific, but you probably went across the entire Past the entire Mediterranean, past Europe, across the Atlantic Ocean, down through Panama somewhere, and then came to the U.S. through Mexico. But you're seeking asylum. Okay, you didn't pass 100 countries to get to one country. You're just trying to get money. Because uh, our country uh, uh, very well. What's your name? Danny. Danny. Good luck. Thank you. Where are you from? Ahmed. Syria. Syria, too? What's your name? Ahmed. Ahmed? Ahmed. Uh, same question, why do you come to the U.S.? Where are you from? So there we have it. That's what's going on. The whole world. The entire world coming. Yeah, everybody want money, right? We want money, too. <laughs> I want money, too. And again, reminder, the migrants have cost the U.S. taxpayer an estimated $450 billion U.S. dollars since, I think, what, summertime 22? $450 billion. ABL, they're coming to do the jobs that Americans don't want to do. Okay, if it's like that, then why are we spending so much money on these people? They should be able to generate money on their own. If they're so valuable, why not generate cash on their own? It's BS. Let's keep on moving here. So, yeah, shout out to them. All right, and... Let's keep on moving. We got a few. The people in this beautiful part of the country know firsthand how great it is to spend your weekends camping. Now, this is a voiceover. <laughs> this is a voiceover, I think, uh, from Trudeau, and they're showing Toronto. Now, I didn't know Toronto was like, I thought Toronto was kind of nice, but that just shows my ignorance. I've not been to Toronto. Um, I'm seeing, it's, it's looking kind of like San Francisco, a little Freeattle-ish. Now, I don't know if it's widespread all over the entire city, but this neighborhood right here, we're seeing camps outside. And if you're homeless in Toronto, good night. Because when that cold hits, it's, it's going to hit real hard. <laughs> I mean, good 
Wow. The people in this beautiful part of the country know firsthand how great it is to spend your weekends camping. But not all Canadians are so lucky. And we want to change that. A re-elected Liberal government will expand the Learn to Camp program so that by the time they reach grade 8, all Canadian kids will have had the opportunity to experience camping and learn important outdoor skills. Well, you see quite a bit of camping out there. Now, this person right here, is that a, a, like a statue? I thought it was a person. But yeah, they see quite a bit of camping right here. In Toronto, having tents, like regular tents in Toronto is out of this world. Because the cold up there, you never see anything like it. I, I couldn't do it. For all you Canadians out there, hey, shout out to you. I don't know if you got some kind of cold gene in your body. Where you're able to just accept that, that temperature well, but I can't do it. I got to live in the South. I got to live in the Sun Belt. You know, from like Arizona, Southern California, not California. Anywhere in the Southern part of the country, I'm good. Once we get past the Mason-Dixon line or even kind of close to it, I'm freezing to death. If it's 50 degrees outside, I'm shivering cold. If I don't got a jacket on, I'm shivering cold. That's real talk. I don't like the cold. I like it to be warm. I'd rather it be 100 degrees with top humidity than 50 degrees. And, and, and snow? No way. You guys dealing with snow and all that all year? Where I live, it's, it's snow one time this season, and it was gone the same day. It was a dusting at best. That's what I like. I don't like the cold weather. We can have um, seasons. Like here, it's about, what's, what's temperature right now? It's like 40 degrees right now. Okay, with the high about 65. That's okay for this time of the year. When it's like peak coldness, I'll take a 35 degree day. That's about as much as I'll go. Anything beyond that, you're just kind of playing games. But anyway, to be homeless in Toronto is, is totally nuts. Let's keep on going here, though. All right. And if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Now, you may have seen this guy. So you may have seen this guy. Uh, he's popular on TikTok and Instagram and all social media, really. I've seen him quite a bit. I'm going to play this video for you, and then I'm going to tell you a little bit more about him specifically. So the White House is unable to track billions of dollars sent to Ukraine, and the U.S. Treasury is unable to track trillions of dollars in pandemic spending, yet the IRS wants to know where your $5.38 is or you're going to jail. So the White Very well said. Okay, we all know where all this money went. The same thing that happened, I told you about in New York City, where they had the mental health program, and then the... At the time, Mayor Bill de Blasio, his wife, lost $850 million, almost $1 billion she lost. Doesn't know where it is. Oh, man, I just lost it. I don't know where it is. Now, you on Venmo, whatever, whatever, doing your little transactions. They want all that money. They want all that money, okay, to the point where your transactors are going to send a form to the federales, and if you don't report it, then they're going to penalize you. That's kind of what's going on. Now, a little bit about him specifically. This guy is promoting a dating app. 
It's called Date Right Stuff. Not an ad, not an ad at all. I'm just saying the reason why you see him, if you've seen them before, these videos have the sole purpose of promoting the dating app for conservatives. And I saw a guy actually use the app and like try to get matches and whatnot. It was funny. But yeah, that's why you see these videos is because it's promoting the dating app. And you can see right there on the screen, it says date right stuff on his TikTok. That's why it's like that. But anyway, interesting marketing, very creative and a good point that he was making right there. Although the purpose was to promote a dating app. Anyway, um, I want to show this right here about what's happening in the UK across the pond. Shout out to all my UK brethren, all, all the mandem in the United Kingdom. Let's see what's happening with the situation there financially. Check it out. I think for young people, it's kind of getting more and more untenable in terms of just sort of surviving. I mean, financially, it's, I don't know, it's kind of getting horrendous. It's kind of a bit of a joke, really. You know, we're paying so much money to tax. I'm, you know, I live alone. I pay 1200 in rent on my own. I have a full-time job and a part-time job to survive. I've got two. $1,200? Well, that's 1200 euro. But still, 1200 over here in the States would be a steal. <laughs> That'd be a steal. 1200 you live in next to crack smokers. All day long. And I know they have smaller homes in UK, but you can you couldn't live in a hovel for that much in a lot of the United States, unless you were in a very small town. Two degrees. And I think for young people, everyone's becoming quite disillusioned with the fact that we all work our asses off and we've got nothing to show for it anymore. Um, it's kind of the sad thing. You know, Brighton obviously is just as expensive as London because we don't get the London waiting. Mm, you know, a lot of us live kind of slightly you know, paycheck to paycheck. Yeah. I certainly do. It's halfway through the month and I've got like a fiver in my account. So it's sad for young people who are working their asses off, particularly people who have graduated from uni here and done all the degrees. And yeah. it's a shame. I think, um, well, I think Tory rule has got a lot to answer for, let's be honest. Yeah, so, I mean, they have their own issues. They have their own things over there going on. But over here in the States, yeah, it's much, much different. Much, much different. Absolutely. So, exactly. So, 400, uh, what's that? Is it Euro? That's good. I mean, I don't know what the cost of living is beyond that, but over here, yeah, you're gonna pay a lot. Uh, and don't 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 even think about going to New York City with that. Don't even do that. New York, even the projects in New York, not even in Manhattan. You're talking about going to Brooklyn, Bronx. You're gonna pay more than that in your rent potentially because it's income based. So you can pay a lot more than that in the projects. You you be having next door neighbors as roaches and rats. And you're going to pay more than that. Even down here, even in Chattanooga, small town, small city, 1200 is not a lot of money to have to pay for rent. That's, that's kind of barely getting you in the door. 1500 for a two-bed, one-bath in a, in a decent neighborhood. That's pretty much what it is. All right. And by the way, my, my left ear really enjoyed that particular clip. Shout out to people not using... Uh, left and the right channels on their audio when they upload videos, but it's all it's all good. It is it is all good. And let's keep on going here. We got some more coming from World News. Um, let me see. So apparently, your man Zelensky did not like Tucker's interview with Vladimir Putin. Of course, he's not going to like the interview because he wants to have the narrative be all about him. He doesn't want the other side to have their voice be heard. It doesn't matter if you side with him or Putin or neither one. It's important to hear both sides of a story. I don't want to just hear one side. Give me the full story. Give me the full situation. 
Don't just tell it from a biased perspective. Give me the full story. So let's watch this. Colleague Tucker Carlson recently traveled to Moscow down for an interview with Vladimir Putin. Did you happen to see that or coverage of it? I, I, I heard some messages and in media and also my my guys who are uh, advisors, they said. So I, I, I don't have to, to I, I don't have time to hear more than two hours of bullshit about us, about the world, about United States, about our relations and this interview with with the killer. So I, I've got some briefly what was what there colleague so i mean first i got i got questions can we just cuss like that on tv or was this on tv because it says fox news live so i presume that it was on television you guys probably can't see that part let me see if i can actually move my camera right quick yeah it says right there fox news live on the bottom of the screen so i mean are we, can we just cuss on tv now is that what we do i mean i'm kind of confused but at the end of the day i want to hear from both sides I'm, i've heard enough from mr sweatpants Okay, I've heard enough from Mr. Army Fatigue Sweatpants about what's happening over there. Now, let's hear from the other side as well. And then if I want to side with him or side with the other guy or side with nobody, then that's my decision. But give me the full story and not just bits and pieces of it. Okay, so that's what's happening with your man uh, Voldemort. I mean, Vladimir Zelensky. And if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all of that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. Now, coming back to the USA right quick. Coming back to the USA. Remember Biden's dog, Commander? And remember the dog had bit a bunch of people? I think first they said it was like three or eight. It was it was a, a high number, but it wasn't a really, 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 really big number. It was a big enough number, but not a, a tremendous number. Then it became more. Then it became like 12, like a, like a dozen biting incidents or the, the, the dog might have bit that many people. Now, they say that the dog has bitten Secret Service agents 24 times. 24 times. It's like, wait, wait a minute. 24 bites at a certain point. Okay. Didn't the previous dog the Bidens had also have a biting problem? If your dog bites so much, it's clearly owner error. And, and then it wasn't just one dog. It's not just, okay, one dog might have had some problems or whatever, whatever. This is a continuous pattern with different dogs. So what is Biden doing to these dogs? What is the, what, what's going on? Okay, let's, let's check this out right quick. I love dogs. I think 99% of this audience would agree with me. Joe Biden's dog, this just came out yesterday, has bitten Secret Service agents 24 times. Now, I know people get very defensive. They go, oh, it's a rescue. No, 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 no. It's not about the dog. There's something wrong with Biden and his handlers, Clay, that they have one White House dog. And it's attacking Secret Service agents, basically 24 bites. To me, what this just represents is where are the consequences for anyone around Joe Biden? It feels to me like everyone that is connected to him in any way, whether it's his son, whether it's his brother, whether it's his dog, whether it's Dr. Jill, there is a consequence free environment. And I think the dog is a representative example of that. 
Very well said, Clay Travis. Very well said. But yeah, the dog, I don't know what the deal is with the dog. I, I don't really, I can't really put my finger on it. Um, this dog is, he don't bite. If if he don't bite was a person, it would be Mr. Commander uh, Biden's dog. And I think the dog had got evicted from the White House. But they were underreporting the number of bites that the dog had administered to Secret Service agents. All right. It, it was it was a constant thing. Constantly. With different dogs, too. Because the dog before that also got evicted from the White House for the same thing. The dog they first had did the same thing. So it's like, okay, at a certain point, it's you. What is he doing to the dogs that's making them be this way? All right. You know, that's, that's just kind of what's going on. But anyway. So shout out to the Biden administration. Um, yeah, and what, what he said about the lack of consequences is right on point. Your son could smoke crack, might have smoked crack in the White House, not really a problem. Biden could do whatever he wants to do. It's not really a problem, not really a big deal. The dog could just go biting, bite attacks, it's fine, and it's all good. It is all good. Now, I want to show something right quick. The, the, the whole, thing, whole thing with the cell phones. Now, did you guys have any problems with your phone? What was it on, on Thursday, right? On Thursday morning, I believe, there was a phone outage, and it mostly affected AT&T, although there were other providers affected. Did you guys have any problems? Um, that's not my carrier, so I don't really know. I've not, I have other carriers. I'm not going to say which ones I have, but I don't have AT&T. I've had other, I had a little bit of a problem, but not really. Now, people are saying there's different reasons. And I saw there was a text from AT&T that came out. They're talking about, oh, sorry for the inconvenience, all this, that, and the third. It's like, really, that's all? But they didn't really say what happened. But there was two theories about what was going on. Uh, two main theories, but there was also other things. I think one person was talking about, well, there was a maintenance um, problem. I've not really heard that one, but the other two that I heard was that it was a cyber attack potentially and also a solar flare. Now, solar flare, I don't know about that. I think a solar flare would have affected other, um, it, it would have affected other services and not mostly and not mainly AT&T. I think it might have been a cyber attack and then it took AT&T offline. That could be what's happening. And a lot of you guys say, hey, you know what? Um, a lot of you guys said, Hey, this is just like the movie from the Obamas on Netflix called leave the world behind. A lot of you guys like that movie, but to me, I was kind of bored and maybe because I know about all this stuff. Maybe I'm just like a prepper. I don't know. So for me, it was just like watching what I already know. I wasn't really shocked it wasn't anything new for me because i've always been i've been talking about that kind of stuff for a long time i'm not a prepper but i got a lot of friends that are dead serious with prepping i have i prep a little bit i have food storage and ammunition allegedly i have enough to get me through a couple of days of instability okay i might have a jerry can i might have some gasoline I might have some weapons. I might have some food, but I don't know, man, because, hey, it, it was a it, the, the boat accident not only sunk my weapons and my ammo, but I also had food for some reason. I had my food storage on there and I had my jerry cans on there. 
So all of that's gone. So right now I'm kind of like, I'm, I'm not really having a lot. I don't have a lot right now. But if I did have all my stuff, I would have a, a little bit of preparation. But I got friends that are dead serious. Like I got guys that got water towers. I got guys that got some really, really serious stuff. Like bunkers. I have friends that I can go to. Hey, uh, it's getting kind of crazy. I have enough, allegedly, to get from point A to point B and link up with them and I'm good. All right. But anyway, a lot of you guys are saying that it might be like the movie. I'll play a clip from that movie right quick. Disable their communication. Hold on, let me see if I can put it up. Disable their communication and transportation. Make the target as deaf, dumb, and paralyzed as possible. Now, remember in the movie, if you guys have seen it, I don't want to spoil it, but basically it was a cyber attack, essentially. I don't want to give too much more if you guys want to see it. I don't want to be that guy that spoils the movie. But basically it was a cyber attack and a bunch of other things that they could do with technology that caused the country to be attacked and then kind of turn on itself. That was the objective to fight, to, to wage a war on the country without a shot being fired. That's, that's the new wave of warfare. Setting them up for the second stage. Synchronized chaos. Now, one thing about, um, this is that th that can happen. The movie most certainly can happen. Do you know that there are weapons currently aimed at satellites right now? I think we have them. Um, all countries have them. You can, we can literally, I think I know China has it. They got a weapon that can actually shoot out into space and destroy satellites. Now, if that happens, you're talking about GPS, you're talking about banking systems with just overnight, just fall. That's how, um, fragile a lot of our systems are now if you shoot a satellite out of the sky that could be considered an act of war that shooting a satellite out of the sky is almost the equivalent of hitting a nuclear weapon on, on the u.s that's how that's how bad it is so yeah that movie most certainly could happen Absolutely. So then when the phones went out, that was kind of the thought process. Like, hey, maybe we might be in that kind of situation where it's trying to be a cyber attack. And if it's a cyber attack, then the next thing you got EMPs or something else. You got EMPs going on. You got noise. Um, you have noise uh, um, warfare. That's 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 been the thing where they've they've done that. They had, had a trial run. I think it might have been in Cuba. They did the noise thing. Um, there's a town in the United States where. They have the uh, 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 an, an incessant hum, and it's driving the local people crazy. I'm not sure if it's been fixed yet, but I think I saw it was a video about that. Let me see if I can find it right quick. Town dealing with noise. Yeah, it was a it was a crazy. Yeah, well, they now they they don't really want to show me that. They're talking about just regular normie stuff. Okay. Yeah, they're not, they're not trying to show me really what it is. But there was a particular town where it wasn't just like traffic or, you know, construction. It was a really like grinding, kind of like low frequency, just irritating noise that was always present. And it was causing people to get sick. It was really causing the hum. Yeah, it was causing, let me see if I can find it, annoying hum. Yeah, Windsor, 
Zug Island. Okay. All right. Hold on. There's one from a data center, but uh, that might not be what I'm talking about. Windsor. Okay. So in Detroit, in the, in the Detroit area, Windsor, Canada, which right across the river, there was a noise. Let me see if I can play this. That, that might be it. All right. Let me go ahead and play it. So Windsor residents began to hear this noise two years ago from Zug Island. And again, we got left ear action, no stereo. I've been listening to it for a while. It gets very aggravating. Uh, I'm outside quite a bit because I'm a, a smoker and I listen to it constantly. In the house, my wife can hear it. I don't hear as well, so I don't hear it well in the house, but... Uh, there has been occasions that the, the bed on the second floor has actually vibrated because the rumbles are so bad. And uh, the cats get the cat gets really strange at night and sometimes during the day. I don't know if that has anything to do with the rumbles, but we've been listening to it for quite some time. And we don't, I mean, we can't stop production. We can't stop manufacturing. The steel industry is up. The cars are, are selling like crazy, so they're building, more, making more steel. It all makes sense, but... There's got to be a way they can quiet it down, muffle it, or some kind of noise reduction that uh, we don't have to listen to this. It'll be like a, like, a, like a rumble of thunder in the distance, like a distant storm. That's one of the sounds. And some I kind of hear it a little bit, but you probably got to be there in person to really hear it and feel it. Because you, you're going to get the vibration. You're going to get the direct noise. It's hitting you a certain kind of way, a certain frequency that hits you a certain way. Yeah, that's definitely like a form of torture, too. When you have that kind of noise, that's definitely a problem, a huge problem. That's why when you see you see on the on the highways, they have uh, those noise barriers, you know, because your tires make so much noise. If you have somebody that lives nearby, it's, it's just too loud. It's just too much noise. And if you got any kind of manufacturing that's very loud like that, it could cause a noise or it could be something else. Who knows? It could be a weapon. All right. But anyway, that was from that was just talking about that movie. Uh, leave the world behind. All right. But anyway, let's keep on rocking here. There's more I have. What did I want to get to next? Did I want to get to, I kind of want to get to the COVID injuries. Oh man. I want to get to the COVID injuries really, really badly because didn't we say, didn't all of us say that COVID was a problem? Didn't we say that myocarditis pericarditis didn't we say that all those things were real things and that we didn't want to for me i didn't want to get the vax because i knew that there could be some risks of problems i knew that from the very beginning so i was like you know what i'm good if you want to get it go knock yourself out but i don't want to get it and remember they said back when we were saying that when we had hesitancy, oh, you guys don't want to do what's right for the country. People like Howard Stern were saying we should get forced to take the vax and it shouldn't even be a choice to get the vax or not. That's what they said about us. Remember? And they were saying that we were tenfold hat wearers and conspiracy theorists for saying the exact same thing that they are now talking about. The same the same disorders we said were happening and before i get into the story my doctor was in the military i said that before but i'm gonna say it again my doctor was in the military in the navy for like 20 years he um 
left the military because he was seeing healthy young men, 18 years old, have no problems at all. And remember, he's a doctor now, so he's going to be examining these guys and checking them out when they come in. These guys are totally healthy, fit, join the military now, so you got to go through some tests and whatnot. Um, healthy, fit young men, all of a sudden, they're in the hospital with heart problems after they get the C-19 vaccine specifically. Not, not the other vaccinations, but C-19 specifically. So he's like, you know what? We can't keep doing this. We can't keep having this as a requirement. I'm going to go ahead and just leave because I don't want to be part of this anymore. And people, again, they say that you guys are just, oh, you're, you're conspiracy theorists, you're driving fear. But here we are now with the study. And I was saying it back when they first came out with it. Four years ago, I was saying in the future, they're going to have commercials talking about if you were a, if you or a loved one were impacted by the COVID-19 vaccine, AstraZeneca, Moderna, Johnson & Johnson, you, may be talking, uh, you might be entitled to uh, compensation. Call 1-800-I-WAS-HURT-BY-C-19. Again, 1-800-I-WAS-HURT-BY-C-19. So in a class action lawsuit, you're able to get $15 in 10 years. You lost your heart function. You have congestive heart failure. You have no more lung capacity, but you might get $15 in 10 years. I said that. I knew it was going to happen. Same thing with asbestos, all kind of other stuff. You know, and it'll be the same thing with Ozempic. It sure will. It'll be the same thing with Ozempic, the same way it was with asbestos, and the same way it is right now with, with C-19. I don't do with no drugs. I don't do with no drugs at all. New drugs, I don't do with because check it out. Check it out. Humans have been around for a long time. Your physiology is not changing. So when you're dealing with new drugs, you have no idea how it's going to impact you and your body that's been around since the beginning of man. There's things that have been here on earth that have been tried and true. Natural remedies. I'm one of those guys. I don't have Tylenol in my house. I don't do any of that stuff because all these unnatural drugs we're putting in our body are causing a lot of problems. Ozempic, that ain't nothing but an appetite suppressant. Now, you're going to risk losing your function of your bowels to just have discipline to not eat as much? That's crazy, but I digress. Let's watch some of this. It's a question so many people have wondered. Does the COVID-19 vaccine have an impact on my health? Now, the largest COVID study ever conducted is providing some answers. A link between the vaccine and heart and brain disorders has been uncovered. Yeah, researchers with Global COVID Vaccine Safety Project reached this conclusion after collecting data from nearly 100 million people across eight different countries. Today, I spoke with a local medical expert who says the COVID vaccine still outweighs the risks. We also talked to everyday people about their attitude toward getting the shot. I think not, sir. I think not, Mr. Desert Boot with your suit, sir. I think not. But anyway, somebody said it right there. Shout out to Real Bro. Real Bro says pure bloods were abused, insulted, mocked, fired from their jobs, and shunned by family and friends. Who's laughing now with laughing emojis? Right on. 100% right on point, boss. Right on point. But again, we knew this from the beginning. I knew it right when people were getting sick in 2019. I'm not taking no new vaccines. 
just a little bit of common sense. It's brand new. They have no way of being able to test it for long-term effects. That's just common sense. Everybody knows that. If you took the vax, I mean, hey, my prayer is out to you. But I think we all had to know that. And now that we know what's happening with C-19, we have to know that going forward. Don't, don't get bullied by society and social media. Because remember, if I was to do this very same story in 2020, 2021, maybe even 22, they would ban my whole channel. Give me a copyright, not, not copyrights, give me a, a community guideline strike, try to take me down, demonetize me, all that. But I knew from the beginning that I was right. I've never had the COVID vaccine. I'm never going to have it. I'll be 40 years old this year. I've never in my life had a flu shot ever, and I'm not going to take one. And I'm still alive. Okay, I'm still alive. I ain't here. I, I ain't going nowhere. Um, I'm going through a lot of mental and physical um, things now. After And it wasn't like that before. Elizabeth Foster says she questions if the COVID-19 vaccine she took in 2020 has anything to do with the decline she says she's experiencing in her health. Foster still digesting the new data released by the Global COVID Vaccine Safety Project, which studied nearly 100 million vaccinated individuals across eight countries. The report specifically looked at the adverse effects of the Pfizer, Moderna, and AstraZeneca vaccines, finding the following. The study links vaccines to slight increases in neurological, blood, and heart-related conditions like myocarditis, pericarditis, and Guillain-Barre syndrome. We've been saying that for the past four years years we've been saying that for years we said the exact same thing okay uh Guillain-Barre myocarditis pericarditis blood clots also those um I don't know what they call them where you have in those uh those those blockages of the arteries like when you're talking about people that have that died and then they do the embalming or whatever the process is they're taking out long blockages from their arteries I'm not sure what that's called specifically. They might, I'm sure there's a word for it, but that's happening as well. Cause you know, it, people are having their, their heart stop because they get in the, their arteries clogged after they get the shot. And Guillain-Barre, that's like when your face, you know, paralyzed or whatever, it's like Bell's palsy, similar to it, if I'm not mistaken. So you got all these things happening. We've been reporting on it. We've been talking about it for years. And the whole time they said that we were lying and then they did a whole study of 100 million people to verify what we've been saying the whole time. So alternative media, new media was ahead of the curve as always, as always. Yeah. Blood clots. Yeah. The blood clots, strokes, um, myocarditis, pericarditis, Guillain-Barre, all of that going on. Died suddenly. Yeah. Oh, that died suddenly. That's just propaganda. That's fear mongering. Okay, cool. But here we go right here. They're talking about it right down the news. I, I put the video up. I didn't get any kind of community guideline. Nothing like that. Nothing like that. Because now they can't. The cat's out the bag. The cat is out of the bag. They can't hide it anymore. For instance, out of the more than 99 million people studied, researchers observed only 190 cases of Guillain-Barre syndrome in people who took the vaccine. Researchers stressed the association between the vaccines and adverse side effects does not prove the vaccine was the root cause for the illness.
And I think what this study confirmed is pretty much what other smaller studies have said in the past. And that's the following. Number one, vaccines have risks. I think only a fool would say vaccines don't have risks. So, okay, doctor, you're saying vaccines have risks. Okay, cool. But then when you're talking about having it mandated on a government level, mandated at your job to get the vaccine, although there's risks involved, how is that okay to do? How can you mandate a thing that you're admitting has risks? And then the risks are pretty big. It's not just like, not, not a minor side effect. You're talking about you could die. You could actually like not live anymore. You could stop breathing at 18 years old when you're normally healthy. You didn't even need it because it was required. It was mandated. Dr. Jonathan Cantor, who's an adjunct scholar at the Penn Center for Clinical Epidemiology and Biostatistics, reviewed the study and still contends the benefits of the vaccine outweigh the risks. Cantor says the new research shouldn't erode anyone's trust in the vaccine, but instead prompt them to think about their own personal medical condition and their own need for protection. What do you say to those folks who might have said, hey, we knew the vaccine was dangerous all along? Now here's the proof. There's no such thing as a drug that has an effect without a side effect. So everything has potential risk. The problem is what is the risk of the thing that you are trying to prevent? And that's where it comes into play. So for example, if you have a, for parents, right? If you've got a healthy three-year-old who's had COVID four times already, well, then I'd say, I don't know what the benefit is that you're going to get from getting that vaccine today. But if you tell me that you've got a, you know, 84 year old in a nursing home that uh, somehow came out of a time machine and is now entering the world in 2024 and has never had a COVID vaccine. Well, for that person, I'd say, well, then we really have to think about whether a COVID vaccine makes sense for them. Since you know what? Look, if I'm 84 years old and I made it and I'm and I'm living and I've not had the vax yet, why would I get it right now? Why? If I if I'm straight and I'm OK, then why would I get it? It just it, make, it makes no sense at all. It's it's the dumbest thing in the world. It's so silly. So yeah, the the lockdowns, the forced vax, uh, everything they did during the scandemic was wrong. From the point of view of trying to slow down the bug and all that kind of stuff, they, everything they did was wrong. The whole thing, it was all wrong. And my thing would be like, hey, if you if you weigh four hundred pounds, you weigh a thousand pounds. I mean, hey, you guys got to lose some weight, man. Like, that's that's the thing. And don't take Ozempic to do it. Don't do that. Now, they, they're, trying, they're trying to push Ozempic now. I saw an article where they said um, Ozempic could save the economy. Uh, wait, I got I to gotta show you guys this. Hold on. I, I'm not making it up either. Let me see if I can show you the article right quick. Now, the what, what they do with they want me to sign up. I'm not signing up for you for your stuff. Let me just find somewhere else. Okay, there we go. There we go. Okay, I'm not gonna sign up for you for your your thing. Now check this out. It says weight loss drug could could boost GDP in the U.S. by one percent. Says Goldman Sachs. Some analysts predict market could reach 100 billion by a um 100 billion a year. By end of decade with Eli Lilly and Ozempic maker Novo Nordisk leading. So basically they're saying they're trying to have drugs increase the U.S. GDP. That's crazy. Are you relying upon artificial like chemicals, drugs to boost the GDP of the United States? $100 billion. Please don't take this. Please, please. I beg you. I beg you. Please don't take this. 
your stomach is never going to be the same again. Okay. Your stomach will never be the same again. It's not worth it. Just don't eat so much. Stop eating. Do if you, if you eat three meals a day and you real big, go down to two meals a day. It'd be hard, but what's going to be harder when you try to go to the bathroom, have a bowel movement, you can't do it. When you, when you can't go to when, when there's no bowel movement happening, when you got to go, Imagine that. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Emergency. Please help. Call the call the call the police. You're gonna call, you're gonna be calling the amber lamps to come save you if you're on a toilet having to go and you can't. Don't do it to yourself, please. But yeah, they're trying to rely on Ozempic drugs like that to increase the US's GDP. Yeah, then one meal a day, exactly. DCF press. If you if you eat three meals a day and you weigh a lot, try doing two. Then go down to one. Be disciplined. But don't ruin your stomach with drugs. You don't want to do that at all. All right. Now, let's uh, check out what's going on here. I've not seen this video, but it's talking about Google Gemini. Have you guys seen that? Have you seen Google Gemini? Where they, it's um, it's AI. And it's obviously um, produced, engineered by Google. And people are putting prompts in the system and it's kicking back really woke stuff. Let me see if I can find some examples of what's happening with Google Gemini. Look, Google Gemini, any kind of AI should be all about truth. It shouldn't be a thing that is tampered with to produce woke results because what's the purpose of doing that? All right. <laughs> this, this is hilarious. So look, Google explains Gemini's embarrassing AI pictures of diverse Nazis. <laughs> I'm not making it up. So they would, it'd be a prompt that says, okay, uh, 1945 Germany Nazi. And it'd be a black guy with a Nazi outfit on. It's like, I think that might not be accurate. Why are you pumping out these, you know, fake image like this, this, this woke stuff. Okay, so Google says Gemini AI's tuning has led it to be has led, led it to overcompensate in some cases and be over conservative in others. So look at this. So it says the the, the prompt was U.S. senators from the 1800s, and you see what we got here. Now, do these look like U.S. senators from the 1800s to you? I, I think that might be. Uh, I, I don't think we had any Asian senators. Or a straight up just Native American woman as a senator in the 1800s. I, I think there might have been all white guys. Maybe it might have been some black guys, maybe perhaps. But you have three women, diverse women, and a random Asian guy as 1800 senators. I have nothing against diversity, but if the prompt is "Give me U.S. senators from the 1800s," this is wrong. It's just simply wrong. And there's nothing more you can really say about it. Let's see if they're going to show the diverse Nazis as well. Okay, let's 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 show some of that because that's what I really want to get to. I really want to get to that action right there. All right, yeah, no no females, mostly white guys. All right, let me show some more here. There, there's quite a few funny ones. All right, hold on one second. All right, let me see. Oh, here's when. Well, I want to show the, the Nazis. I want to show the Nazis. 
Yeah, I gotta I gotta do that. Yeah, there we go. All right, check it out. So, a 1943 German soldier. Now, does this look right to you? Uh, how, how did my uncle? <laughs> how did my uncle get into the mix of 1943 Germany? I, I don't think Uncle uh, uh, Bobby was over in Germany during that time. He might not be quite uh, that old. You got a white guy, okay. But the Asian woman, what, what's going on here? It's just wrong. It's just totally wrong. And again, the prompt was generate images of 1943 German soldiers. All right. Yeah, my uncle, I don't know how Unc got over there. It's like, Unc, what you doing, man? You shouldn't even be over there. You should be over in West Virginia in the coal mine, not over here fighting uh, with, the, with, the, with the Germans. What, what's going on? You, you kind of on the wrong side of things. All right, now let's let's go here. Um, here's more of the same prompt. 1943 German soldiers. So they, they got to be so woke, they got to have as few white guys as possible. They got one white guy, so it's four images. They got one white guy, an Asian woman, a black man, and a white woman. Okay, that's what they have for the, again, this is the same prompt. 1943 German soldiers. And then we have Pope images. You see right here. It's, it's weird. So you have a woman. I'm not sure of what ethnicity. And then you have my man from Tyler Perry, Meet the Browns. You got Mr. Brown right here with a Pope outfit on. That's crazy. Mr. 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 Willie from Willie's Fried Fish and Chips in the Pope outfit is, is out of this world. Mr. Charles didn't stop selling, uh, 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 he, he didn't stop selling pig feet, hog moths, oxtails, and decided to go to the Vatican and make uh, Rome great again. That's what he did right there. So yeah, this is um, Gemini, Google Gemini, the woke AI engine. It was so bad that even leftist rags were saying, hey, black Nazis, what are we doing? It's really bad. It's so weird. It is like, what is it even? Is it is it AI or just software? It's a difference. You see, I guess I guess AI would be software, but the purpose of AI, from my point of view, would be to be kind of autonomous a little bit. Not totally. You don't want it to be Terminator or Skynet and just take over and start deleting humans. But you don't want it to be totally just engineered software with parameters that make it no more than just a regular program. You want it to be a, a teeny a teensy bit autonomous. But not really. We're, we're kind of playing with fire here because AI might get kind of weird in the future. If it, is, if, it's, if, it, if it can learn, it'll get weird. The criminal wheat man was hilarious. Yeah, that's pretty much him. The, the criminal wheat man, yeah. That's pretty much what they got for your man. But anyway, I keep on rolling here. We got a few more things happening. Let me see what I got. Oh, we got our man. Uh, Sly Stallone leaving California with everybody else because California is a mess. Nobody wants to be there too much anymore. So he's saying, you know what? Let's let's roll out. And he's making the right decision. 
After long, hard consideration, your mother and I have decided it's time to move on and leave the state of California permanently, and we're going to go to Florida. We're going to sell this house. What? What? Yep. Is this a joke? It's not a joke at all. Full-time. No L.A. time. Full-time. We already have the place. It's a done deal. Now, I don't know when this was recorded, when it happened, but this is going to be the talk at a lot of tables. Hey, we're leaving California and coming to Florida. Now, the problem with that is a lot of times they're bringing their ideology with them. They're bringing their leftism with them. Now, uh, Slash Stallone, I don't think is a leftist. He might be, he might not be. But what I don't want is for anybody to leave comedy for you with their commie ways. Because what you're going to have a lot of times is stuff like Austin, Texas, little California enclaves. Don't don't do that. If you're going to go, if you're going to be in Rome, do as the Romans. Don't bring a California nonsense with you. Don't do it. All right. California is that way for a reason. It's not just because of happenstance. It's because of the people that live there that make it that way. So when you leave, when you migrate away from left coast, from crack smokerville, USA, you come to Pleasantville, USA, leave the crack pipes behind. Don't bring the Hunter Biden special with you. Leave it over there. And then we're good. But if you are not going to do that and you're going to just do whatever you want, then you can stay right where you at. Stay over there. Yeah, don't don't even uh, breach the border of California. Don't don't even go to Arizona with that. When I was in Arizona, or when I go to Arizona, it's like a little California. Phoenix, all that Scottsdale is California 2.0, 100%. Just, it's just hotter and more desert. It's, it's more heat and more desert. That's pretty much it. Better, better policies, but as you get more Californians infecting Arizona, it's going to be the same thing, unfortunately. Unfortunately. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. All right. And we have your main man, Dr. Phil. I don't know. I don't know what he's going through. Is it a heel turn? Is he trying to just be, is he, is he, is he, did he get red pilled by somebody? I have no idea what's going on. But Dr. Phil is talking about gender affirming care being a bad thing. Let me see if I can find the actual clip I want to show. Because Dr. Phil was on Joe Rogan talking about some stuff. It's interesting. Let's put it on the screen right quick. Interesting. They choose words like uh, gender affirming care. You know, that's that's interesting that they call it that. But really what they're talking about is hormonal therapy or sex reassignment surgery. Uh, fair use. Joe Rogan, please. I beg. I'm a, I'm a small guy. I'm a small fish in the, in the big pine. Don't give me no copyright on this, please. On children. And in fairness, the American Medical Association, the American Academy of Pediatrics, the American Endocrine Society or whatever the exact name of that is, all of the major medical associations have signed off on this, Joe. They've signed off on it. And I have never seen those organizations sign off on anything with less information as to whether or not it does long-term harm of anything in my life. And I mean, really, it's not something that there's no need to study it. Obviously, you're talking about child gender reassignment surgery, basically sex change for kids. It makes no sense. Like, I never thought in my life, I, I never thought growing up that I would ever say those words out loud. I never thought that I never thought that it'd be an actual concept. When I was a kid, long, long ago, here's here's old man shakes fist at cloud. When I was a kid, long time ago, 
You heard about transvestites and things of this nature, transgenders, transformers, people getting sex changes, all that kind of. You heard about that kind of stuff as a kid, but it was adults. It was never children doing this. When I was a kid, we worried about, um, you know, a pair of shoes, some Nikes. Uh, you worried about playing with toys, video games. You worried about going to school, getting good grades, going to the book fair, reading books, learning the next thing. Okay, getting your car when you're 16 or whatever, your license, your permit when you're 15. You worried about that kind of stuff. Can I get a car when I'm 16? Can I not? Can I, can I drive to school? It was never anything about all this stuff that's happening right now. But you know what's going on. A lot of these freak parents are convincing their children that they are so-called transgender and they are following through with it with them living vicariously through their kids the same kind of way that basketball parents are not trying to compare the two it's it's healthy to play sports that's a good thing but they do an unhealthy thing and have their kids get caught up in this whole gender stuff how can the five-year-old know anything about gender and changing it they don't it comes from their parents point blank period even if they go to school and hear some things, it ultimately goes to the parents. They are the ones teaching them. And if it's not both parents, it's at least one parent. We saw uh, the man out there in Dallas, I believe, James Younger and his boy. Him and his wife separated, divorced or whatever. The mother is convincing the boy that he is a girl. So now that's the whole thing he's got to deal with at the, at the house with his mother He's trying to get the get the child back from that. Now we now he's dealing with the child custody court. He's, he's dealing he's dealing with child custody, family court, all of that to save his son from being transgender. I did a video about family court and stuff like that on my uncle ABL channel, by the way. And if you guys are not subscribed to it, please do so. Because Matt Walsh and these guys talking about, hey man, get married, have kids. There's no problems. Yeah, 50% divorce rate. Yeah, we got family court problems. Yeah, we got parents using the children as weapons, making the child believe at eight years old that he's a girl and the father can't do anything about it because of the way the laws are set up. All that's going on, but don't worry about it. Don't take any kind of precautions. It's crazy. But anyway, you guys, please subscribe to the new channel. It's doing very well. And I got a lot more good content coming out for you guys very soon. But let's get back to my main, uh, Dr. Phil. And when I, when I ask about that, when I bring that up, then they immediately label you as transphobic. And I, I thought that the deal was first do no harm. And all of the European countries, you know, Sweden, Norway, they, they've all stopped doing it because they say, we, we cannot say in good conscience that this does no harm. Actually, they can say it does harm. I think Sweden did a study and they found that it did harm. Sweden did a study about uh, gender reassignment surgery in children and what happens as they get older. We're talking about hormone therapy, puberty blockers, things of this nature. People, humans are very arrogant sometimes. We think we understand how to play God and we don't. Your body is designed very, very well. And there are certain parts of your life from the time of conception up until your entire life. You're always developing. You're always changing. And a lot of your development cycle works in ways that we don't quite understand. So when you stop in puberty naturally with drugs, hormone blockers and whatnot, you don't understand what you're doing. The human, the arrogant human thinks that you're stopping the woman from becoming more womanly in her outward appearance. 
what you're really doing is you're causing damage to her medically beyond what is apparent from the outside. So, for example, in Sweden, what they noticed was that when girls had puberty blockers, hormone blockers or whatever, when they got closer to 30 years old, their spines didn't fuse properly because they didn't go through the puberty stage properly. So they'd be hunched over and be dead early because their natural development process was interrupted with the drugs. You see, so they do know that it does harm. Yes, they do know it does harm. So that was a lie, Dr. Phil. Because it does harm. If, if, if you look at the long-term consequences, if someone changes their mind at 10, 11, 12, 13 years old, um, they can't decide which pajamas they want to wear at night. And their reason for doing it is it stops this drive for suicide, that there's a suicide epidemic. It doesn't fix that. It doesn't fix all the comorbid issues. So he's talking about what's happening. I ain't going to play the whole thing. It's Joe Rogan podcast, of course. Dr. Phil, uh, you know, dropping some knowledge about the whole gender reassignment for kids and everything else. Now, I got an article. Let's see if I can pull it up right quick. Um, Sweden punks breaks on treatment for trans minors. This is on France 24. Let me see if they have what I'm talking about in here. It says Sweden, the first country to introduce legal gender reassignment has begun restricting gender reassignment hormone treatments for minors as it, like many Western countries, grapples with a highly sensitive issue. Let me see if I can find uh, gender dysphoria. All right, so check it out. It says Sweden decided in February 2022 to heart hormone therapy for minors except for in very rare cases. And in December, the National Board of Health and Welfare said mastectomies for teenage girls wanting to transition should be limited to a research setting. Okay, let me see if I can find what I'm looking for here. Uh, it's reforming, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's not showing what, it's, what I'm talking about. But yeah, they... Um, let me see. Okay, gender dysphoria. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Basically, they're saying that there's more gender dysphoria than ever before. And the reason why there's so much more gender dysphoria being diagnosed, which is that ain't nothing but them just being confused. The reason why so much of it is because of the brainwashing that's happening. Um, the parents are in on it. Everybody's pretty much, you know, it's, it's a lot of people just trying to convince them of this thing being the real thing when it's not a real thing. All right. But that's pretty much that. We got some more here. I was trying to find the whole thing about the spine fusing, but that'd be a different video for a different day. Let's keep on rocking and rolling. If you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. All right. Remember this video right here. Remember this from AOC talking about their looting because they need bread. They got to have bread. And they need to feed their child and they don't have money. So you maybe have to, you're, they're put in a position where they feel like they either need to shoplift some bread or go hungry that night. And they need <laughs> bread. I mean, like, where does that come from? I think it comes from uh, never having an experience in these kind of areas where this kind of thing happens. You just hear this flowery language. You've never really seen any kind of crime happen at all. You're just living in the ivory tower. So you just don't know. It, it comes from ignorance. And you say things you think make sense. 
but in reality, it's not reality. Stealing to get bread. Who steals to get a loaf of bread? That's not happening. Nobody does that. There's all kind of free food everywhere. I mean, you got food banks. If, if, you, if you're that hungry, you can go to a food bank and you can eat. There, there's, 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 we got so much food, you could pretty much just go to a restaurant's trash can and get a whole, a, a whole fresh amount of... Look, when I was in the restaurant industry back in the day as a kid, high school, college, or whatever, we would throw away so much food, fresh food. I'm talking about chicken, beef, pork, vegetables, all of that at the end of the night. You know, if we had, we had, if we had a, a buffet line, right? Old Country Buffet, and we got to put out a fresh line at a certain point, and at the end of the night, we can't keep the food. We're not putting food in the refrigerator and using it the next day. We throw it away. If you're really that hungry, you can eat food is what I'm saying. It, it, if you got if you got a dumpster dive or go to a food bank, there's no need to steal a loaf of bread at all. You can eat very well in this country. Being poor in the USA means being obese because there's so much food for next to nothing or free. It's free for the taxpayer. It's, it's free for the person that's getting it, not for the taxpayer, though. But anyway, speaking about not knowing what's going on, the whole Fox News shoe thing. This was really cringe. Um <laughs> Shout out to Raymond Arroyo. Raymond Arroyo was trying to make a point about Trump's uh, shoes that he brought out at the, um, what was that? That was the secret crime in Philadelphia. And he says, hey, this is a great thing. The black community will love it because they love shoes. And they're going to love the Trump branded shoe. It's like, well, it's it's interesting, but it's not going to actually create any more votes. Let's check this out right quick. His opponents crazy because even the sneaker thing, I was on social media last night. Very interesting. As you see black support eroding from Joe Biden, this is connecting with black America because they love sneakers. They're into sneakers. They love the you know, there's a big deal, certainly in, in the inner city. So when you have Trump roll out his sneaker line, they're like, wait a minute. This is cool. He's reaching them on a level that <laughs> this right here, this this hold on this this right here. This, this movement right here with the hands was hilarious. He thought he was just preaching the gospel. Like, you know what? I'm right on it. I'm rocking. I'm, I'm really just in my bag right now. I'm telling the truth. But really, it was I was cringing the whole time. And Tommy Lauren's going to kind of like give him a little bit of kickback. It's reaching them on a level that defies and is above politics. The culture always trumps politics. And Trump understands culture like no politician I've ever seen. Question for you on that point, though. Yeah. Will the people that are excited about the sneakers and excited about Donald Trump, will that translate into them going out and voting for Donald Trump? No, not at all. <laughs> exactly, Tommy. Thank you. That was very well said. Because you're going to see chatter online from people talking about the shoes. You, you'll see chatter, but that won't really result in votes. If you're trying to, like, legitimately get the vote from the black community, it's going to be very difficult. And the main thing you got to do is some kind of dramatic policy thing. Because when you're talking about black folks that have changed or that support Trump and you say, hey, why do you like Trump? Money. That's it. Not giving him money for the shoes, getting money for us, whether it be some stimulus checks or whether it be creating an environment that makes it easier for us to make and maintain money. If it ain't about that, then you're not really going to make a difference. One of the big reasons why Joe Biden got so much of the vote is because he was promising student loan debt cancellation. 
people I know, conservatives are talking about that. They were talking about, they were looking forward to the, the debt cancellation. I'm not making it up. You got to give something. It can't just be, give me something. That's not how it works. It'd be, it'd make for great online chatter. It'd make for a great meme, but that's not going to translate the votes. Anybody willing to put 400 bucks down for a pair of sneakers? Yeah, I think that's commitment and love. I it's hope something. You're right. It's something. It's affection on, on some level. I, I don't think this is just for collectors. It's for people. It's 100% for collectors. It, nobody's going to wear those shoes out in, in, in public for real. Okay? Not really. Because this is not. It, it was really just a fundraising thing and publicity. And that's, and that's fine. I have nothing against it. But really. It's, it's a niche crowd that would wear these. I would never in my life wear those. And guys that even are into sneakers, guys just wearing Jordans or whatnot. See, people that don't know anything about shoes and the shoe culture would think that if a, if you see, you know, young black guys wearing Jordans and things of this nature, that they would wear these too. No, not really. The whole, there's all kind of shoes out there that are not Jordans and not wearing those. There's all kind of, like these shoes right here ain't nothing but a Timu, um, pick up with a little bit of branding on it from Trump. Those are already existing. Why aren't they wearing those guys are wearing shoes that are in style and have name recognition. Nobody's going to wear the, the January sixes. Anybody going to wear the T 45s as some kind of fashion statement. These are going to be a collector's item. I said it when it came out, it was like, look, I wear these not wear them. Pardon me. I will buy them. And put them in my curio cabinet next to my, I got like um, my Norfolk Tides baseball hat. I got a knife collection, pocket knives. I got that in the case in my curio cabinet. Uh, you guys send me things. I got like playing cards in there. I got a $2 bill. I got like collector's items from around the world, around the country in there. And that'll go right next to it. I would not ever wear those outside a day in my life. All right. So that's pretty much what that is. Yeah. But if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up, like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. So Raymond Arroyo, he was very well-intentioned, but just wrong because he, he has no idea. He thinks he sees a lot of young black kids with these shoes on that look similar in his mind. He says it's the same. Oh, these look the same as what you got on already. They're Trump shoes. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. It's going to connect with you because you like wearing stuff like this, but that's not how it works. It just doesn't make a lot of sense. People all right, let's keep on going here. Um, I want to get to Fani, then I'm going to get to the cause. Because I got to get to Fani Willis. I have to talk about her for a, a brief moment. Or an explosive. Now, before I begin, Fani is saying that she was ambushed, basically. Shout out to lead attorney. I was watching him, him earlier. And her defense is that she was ambushed. Because what happened here is that Trump... Oh my goodness, they, okay, hold on. Let me see. Yeah, I was on, so I guess when I was playing some music earlier, Facebook blocked my stream. It's like, man, come on, don't nobody got time for that. But anyway, if you guys got blocked on Facebook, sorry, I'm, I, I apologize for that. It was just Facebook being weird, as it always is. I hate Facebook so much, but anyway. So, back to what I was saying about Fani. What happened was, Trump's lawyers hired a private investigator. The private investigator subpoenaed AT&T and got Nathan Wade's phone records. Now, 
they had this information before they were questioning Fani and Nathan about things that could be proven by the phone records. You understand? But what lead attorney was saying is that this has to be disclosed to the other side so they can verify if it's doctor, if it's correct, incorrect, they can object to it. You can't just present it and ambush them. Now, I don't know what law is being violated there. I don't really know how that would really work. I don't know if there was a violation there by presenting the information and not revealing it to him beforehand. I don't know if that would be a violation that would cause that evidence to be disallowed. I don't know. But what I do know is this. The phone records allegedly show that Fani and Nathan were lying about their relationship. Remember, they said it didn't start having a romantic relationship until 2022, like summertime, somewhere around, around there, 2022. Now, in 2021, from April 21 to November 1st, 21, according to the phone records, there were 2,000 phone calls and 12,000 text messages exchanged between Fani and Nathan. 2,000 calls, 12,000 text messages between them. But they said it didn't start having a romantic relationship until 2022. Also, according to the, the phone records, Nathan's phone was pinged in Fani's neighborhood 35 times in that same period before November 1st, 2021. That date is very important because November 1st, 2021, that's when or November of 2021, that's when Nathan, that's when Nathan, Nathan Wade got hired to be a special prosecutor in the case. And the allegation is that he was hired because he was finding Willis's boyfriend or boy toy, whatever you want to call it. And that since she paid him so much money and I was watching judge Joe Brown on making Kelly show, he put it in context. He was like, look, Nathan Wade got paid more than the president of the USA gets paid. <laughs> and this and this is all pre-trial. There's been no actual trial yet. This is like the pre-trial. It's trying to get it started. So before you even get everything started, he's being paid more than the U.S. district attorney, more than the president, all of that. 650000 U.S. dollars he's been paid. The next highest person got paid $90,000. And below that, $75,000. So why are you getting paid so much money before the trial even starts? You guys were already together. You guys are already fornicating before you got hired. But you say in court that you didn't, and you didn't start until 2022. Also on the phone records, it showed times which his phone was pinging in her neighborhood and when it would leave, when it would ping back to his neighborhood. So check it out. There'd be times where his phone would ping in her neighborhood at 1045 and then it would show him leaving at 3.30, 10.45 p.m., 3.30 a.m. His phone would ping again in his neighborhood where he lives, back with his wife, allegedly. And then five minutes later, he would text her something. The content of the text is not known, but what's going on? Okay. Okay. My phone pings in your neighborhood at 10.45 p.m. My phone is leaving 
at 3.30 a.m. and it pings in my neighborhood where I live at 4 o'clock. And then five minutes later, I text you. What do you think the text says? Hey, I made it home. I enjoyed you. I'll see you again. I miss you already. Have a good night. That's what that was. What else could it be? Then there were some times where she would text him at about 12 midnight and then his phone would ping in her neighborhood about 1245 and then leave at about three o'clock. What do you think's happening? This was all before November 1st, 2021. But they said it didn't start having their little tryst until 2022. Mind you, the whole time he's married, which is it, which is why it disgusts me for Fonnie Willis to go to the actual church, not once, but twice in two different churches to plead her case. How dare you? An adulteress? Oh, they're separated. I can't tell. Here's something else. Okay. If they started in 22, then they started when he was separated, still married. But if they started before November 1st, 21, he was 100% married. No separation, parts of living there and everything else. So what's going on? You live in a home, you live in a home with your wife. Y'all are not separated. Y'all still together. A married man. And you know he's married. It's crazy. But yeah, that's Fonnie Willis. So there's going to be a hearing on March 1st. Next Friday, it's March already. And then before, and then after that, we're going to have, we're going to have daylight saving time coming to an end. So we're going to lose an hour. Whoever decided it would be a great idea to lose an hour needs to get waterboarded. I want my hour back. I want to maintain control of that hour. I need that hour. But anyway, there's going to be a hearing on Friday coming up next week to determine if Fani will be disqualified from the case. Now, if she gets disqualified, the next step is that the entire Fulton County DA's office is removed from the case, the whole office. The next step would be they got to find somebody else to actually take the case. If they don't do that, the case folds. Clayton County, a neighboring county in Georgia, says they're not going to be able to do it. The DA there said she can't do it. There's not enough resources. Fulton County is probably the most resource-rich county in the state of Georgia. Where else could it be? Because, okay, what are your other major city areas in Georgia? And again, the case was centered in Fulton County. Ruby wrote, Ruby, whatever. The, Ruby, I don't want to talk about the lady that had the, the, the votes or whatever. Ruby Freeman, right there in that area. Clayton County said, nope. The cab probably be the same way. The cab and cop might be the next ones, but they're probably not going to take it. So where are you going to go? Henry County, way out in McDonough? No. Podunk, little two, two stoplights. The case, in my opinion, if it can't happen in Fulton, it's over. It's over because nobody will take it. That'll be a wrap. Very embarrassing. Very embarrassing, but it is what it is. So Fulton County, Fonnie Willis, you toast. And then here's my next question. You still have other um, improprieties, allegedly, 
in the Young Thug case, which is the other big case that Fonnie Willis brought to the forefront. Because I've, I've been talking about this, and that'd be the next thing. Mark my words. That'd be the next thing. If they disqualify her on Friday coming up March 1st or in the hearing that will begin on March 1st, I'm not sure how long it's going to last, if it'll be just that one day or whatever. If she gets disqualified in that hearing that starts on March 1st, next Friday, then it'd be, okay, what about Young Thug? What about Donovan Big Nut Thomas? That'd be the next thing that happens. Mark my words, for sure. Yeah, Cobb, look, Cobb, um, DeKalb, Clayco already said nope. <laughs> that Clayton County already said no. Before anything has been ruled, they say, no, we're not going to take it. And I think Cobb and DeKalb might be the same way. Fulton was the only county that could do it because also it's going to be expensive. You got to have resources. You got to have money. Remember, they paid Big Nate more than the president of the USA. That comes from you, the taxpayer in Fulton County, and possibly in Georgia, maybe even the federal, probably just Georgia and Fulton. It's not enough money, not enough resources. You can't keep paying Big Nate these big amounts of money anymore. And you know what? You know what's funny? If the case goes somewhere else, there's no way that anybody would get paid anywhere near what Big Nate got paid. No way. No way possible. But anyway, if you like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video. Share the video. Do all that good stuff. That'll help me out tremendously. <laughs> David Hughes says, Young Thug, Big Nut, Little Baby. I'm so glad. I'm too old to be part of all this foolishness. Be glad you're too old for this. Be glad you're way too old. Speaking of Lil Baby, that might be the next thing she try to do is get Lil Baby in 4PF, but that ain't going to happen. Because if you can't get, if this case falls, then the next case might fall is the um, YSL with Young Thug. So you probably won't be able to get 4PF because you couldn't get YSL or Trump. You got two failed cases. You're not going to be able to get anybody else. But anyway... I digress. Yeah, Big Nate, Big Nut, Big big Everybody. But let's keep on rolling. We got Super Chats on deck. Then I'm going to get to the calls. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Thank you to Base Normie Mama who says, my phone and internet have been out all day in Wisconsin. Really sucks. Well, hey, that's, that's terrible. But I'm glad you're able to be here with us tonight. Thank you for joining in your Super Chat. Thank you to Purpill who says, just wanted to say thank you for bringing me the news with no BS, no problem. I got you, boss. Thank you to Papa Naya Shelley, who was laughing earlier. I appreciate you for that and for being a longtime member, 34 months. I appreciate you. Thank you to Servant of God for being a brand new member. Thank you for that. Thank you to Rock Pollution, too, who says, ABL, Ivan 2024, MAGA, make asylums great again. Thank you to Lothair, who says, I think a good idea for a VP as Elon Musk or RFK. It wouldn't surprise me that Trump probably caught them a few times in the past with their opinion on stuff. Uh, I love the show ABL. Thank you for that, man. I appreciate you. Now, RFK, I think not. RFK is a, a Democrat. RFK is an old school Democrat. So I like him. If I, if I was a Democrat, I would like him. Put it to you that way. But I'm not, so I don't. But nothing. But I got nothing against him, though. I, I respect him for what he does on that side, but not our side. And Elon is way too busy. You're dealing with Twitter and, um, what's that, uh, SpaceX, I think, the Rockets, and also Tesla. He's got too many, um, he's wearing too many hats at once. To be the VP would be too much. He might be like an advisor 
in the administration, they might call him. They, they probably call him and talk to him and ask him questions about certain things. But to be like full time in the actual administration, I doubt it. That's probably going to be a tad bit too much. All right. Shout out to Papa Nye Shelley, who says my VP wish list. One, Rand Paul. Two, Byron Donalds. Three, Curry Lake. I like a well-articulate, highly informed media roster in that position. Imagine. Thank you to Ivan Jr. who says, Vivek copies Obama's speeches and talking points. Do not trust him. Ben has his own words, isn't bought, and can't be controlled. Ben who? Ben, uh, you talking about uh, Ben Carson. Okay. I'm about to say, not Ben Shapiro. Let's not do that. <laughs> uh, shout out to Bob K. MIT who says, Nikki is staying in just to get money right on because them bags of money keep coming in. Big bags of money. She's being told, hey, yo, don't drop out. We'll pay you for the rest of your life. Don't even worry about it. You'll be set forever. Just don't drop out. They get a coach, Nato, who says, know that how she is completely uninterested in the weaponization of the government. What a sick B. They get a Jay who says, the Antichrist is supposed to have hounds from hell guarding them. <laughs> wow. Thank you to Lothair who says, when somebody says gender affirming care for minors, that's literally no different than gay conversion therapy. All of it is child abuse. I need to start taking the gay car away from people. Well, the conversion therapy, that's if you're dealing with confusion because a lot of these kids are just confused. They don't really know what's going on. So it's just therapy, really, for people that are just confused. Like somebody might have been assaulted or something. If you're dealing with confusion, you go to a therapist and then you could talk about what's going on to work your way through the confusion rather than being led down the road of, okay, let's cut some of your body parts off then you'll feel better. You see what I'm saying? If somebody is dealing with a problem, they're dealing with confusion as a child, they don't know what's really going on with themselves, The best thing, it's, it's best to get them to come back to sanity rather than going the other direction, which is insanity. Cutting a cutting an arm and putting that somewhere else, you don't want to have that happen. So, But I understand the points you are making. Now, we got calls on deck. The number to call is... 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. There's also an email for Skype in the description. If it doesn't work properly, don't blame me. Blame the white man because you know it ain't my fault. All right, let's keep on rocking and rolling. And let's see. VP, a good choice for president. R. Brown says, when is a brain fully developed? I hate that talking point because people act like, okay, if your brain is at 25 years old, fully developed, that means at 24, you're not able to make certain decisions. That's kind of crazy. Okay, my parents got married at 18 and 21. By the time, by the time my by the time my dad and my mom were 25, I was already here. They already had a whole family. Like, that's silly to say you can't. I don't I don't understand that talking point. If you're an adult, you're an adult, and that's pretty much all there is to it. But I'm not quite sure if you were talking about that or something else. But I want to make that point aside from what you were saying. All right, here we go. Eight six zero. You don't learn who I'm speaking to. Hey Anthony, this is uh, FNA Ranger Xbox. How you doing, brother? I'm doing pretty well. About yourself? Oh, pretty good. Now the truth starting to come out three years later. Shall we rehash that just a real quick retouch? <laughs> Absolutely. I just remember that America law, a mandate 
is when two gay men get lucky after dinner and a movie. It has no place in constitutional law, the Republic of the United States of America. I just want to throw that out there. Your sex life and your gender ain't none of my business. When I go to work, I'm going to work to make money to pay the bills and all these damn taxes that I shouldn't have to be paying because you're too stupid to pay attention to what's the important things in the adult world. You still want to play little kid games. I'm sick of it. We need the adults back in charge. Now, sir, back to the scamdemic three years ago. On this show three years ago, I stated that Dr. Christina Parks testifying in front of Michigan's legislation about the authenticity of mandates. She is a college, uh, she is a doctor in microbiology. She has a PhD in microchemistry and microbiology from the University of Michigan Medical School. And she was talking about how the Vaccine works in the blood, but the virus is in the muci of the lung tissue, you know, on the blood oxygen interface. So how in the world is a vaccine that goes into your blood going to work in that interface? It's not. Now, what would have made sense to me back then is if they were like uh, asthma inhaler to go straight to the problem. But as we know, the government was lying to us from the beginning because good people, if you Google Bacterial pneumonia, 1918, the first website that hits is the National Institute for Health. Written in 2008, they took samples that were of lung tissue of veterans, Army veterans that died from during the pandemic, and they saved it in paffron wax. Well, they took those samples and they studied them. They came to realize that wearing a mask, uh, Increase the CO2 in your sinuses and mouth, and your mouth and sinus have bacteria, which is deadly to your lung tissue. But your throat has protective cells. The Spanish flu killed the protective cells in the throat, and then people died from bacterial pneumonia from the bacteria native to their mouth and sinuses infecting the lungs while they were sick with the flu. That's how the majority of people died. Over 17 million people have died from the vaccines. Now, Dr. Uh, Ryan Cole, who also spoke at the White Coat Summit, was explaining everything, how the vaccines go in, they hijack human cells and turn them into spike protein factories. These spike proteins are what cause myocarditis. Myocarditis is the stabbing of the heart. In the past 40 years in Europe, 1,100 young men died on the soccer field from heart attacks. In 11 months, 1,300 boys died from heart attacks after vaccines. So you tell me. And an ABL, God bless you. America needs military tribunals and public executions for murder and treason because they knew and they planned it. And the people are finally waking up. So my advice to you scumbags out there listening, gather your money and move to a country that doesn't have extradition to the United States. Life's probably going to suck there, but it's going to be better than what's waiting for you here. I'll, have, I'll close with that. Good, sir. You have a great night. God bless America. Let's take our country back, people. Love. Thanks for the call. Definitely appreciate you. All right. Great call. <laughs> Great call. Very, very powerful way to end it right there, for sure. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. Yeah, very good call. I am not mad at it. Let's keep on rocking here. 
Nine to five one, you're the line. How much make it to? Hey, Alex. All righty, man. What's hey, going this on? Is, this is Paul from uh from California. All righty, what's hey, up? I just want I, I wanted to tell you that your new channel, uh, uh, Uncle ABL, is awesome. I love it. Me and my girl watch it as much as we can. Thank same you. thing with uh uh you know same thing with your normal channel. Um, dude, you are rocking it. Hey, I want to pass you off to Christine from Facebook, okay? All righty. Here she is. Hi, Anthony. Hello. I just wanna I just wanna let you know that I'm tra- been trying to keep the Facebook chat in check. There's been a few people on there who you know haven't been haven't been the politest. And, um, especially to me, but, um, I've been trying to keep them in check for you and I, um, extremely love what you do and keep doing a good job. Well, thank you for that. I really appreciate you for your support over there on your Facebook. So thank you for that. <laughs> you are welcome. All right now. So great call. Shout out to you guys over there on the Facebook I'm trying to get the Facebook unlocked because I know what's coming. I know what, you know, the election coming. I'm trying to cover all my bases so they can't try to, you know, hide anything. I'm just I'm just kind of thinking a little bit ahead of myself. So, yeah. Shout out to the Facebook people. Shout out to the Instagram people. I'm not live over there, though. I might want to try that, too. But um, and thank you guys for subscribing to the Uncle ABL uh, channel. I'm going to do a lot more. Shout out to... um. The It's Complicated channel he reached out to me and was, you know, saying, hey, man, you can you can react to some of my stuff. I'm like, OK, cool. So I'll do some reactions to the It's Complicated channel. He does a lot of street interviews. I would love to do some street interviews with It's Complicated or someone else. Just asking questions, you know, wherever they at, go to Vegas. I would love to do uh, street interviews in Atlanta. Oh, my goodness. I go to like uh, Colony Square. And just and just post up and just ask questions to people about certain things. I love I love to do it, but I need to have like a like a, a team or something. I don't want to be out there just like a random guy. I'm not when people I, I'm too I'm too like intimidating sometimes when people just see me just standing with a microphone. It's like I'm about to try to rob you or something. So I need to have like um, a couple young ladies or something like that to make it be less intimidating. Have a real setup. So, yeah, shout out to It's Complicated. I'll be doing a lot more of those reactions to those videos. But if you um, like what you're hearing so far, please give the video a thumbs up. Like the video, share the video, do all that good stuff. That helped me out tremendously. Um, yeah, I go on whatever podcast. I would go on there. I spoke, I spoke against guys that go on whatever. You got guys that are like super conservative, track kind, talking about they go on whatever. But it's like, do you understand what you're doing? Hold on. Do you understand when you go on whatever podcast, you kind of like help and promote the girls, but you want, you want to talk about how bad the girls are on, on OF and stuff like that is weird. Yeah. Jeff B says 11,000 subs for uncle ABL six days in we, we, we doing it. Now to be fair, I already had like 8,000 cause I was an old channel, but I gained about 3000 in counting since I started. 404, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? I'm going to speak to you're not doing very good at your, at your, at your job. You're not doing very good at your, at your job. Um, I just want to know how you identify. All right, come on, man. Like, if you're going to troll, listen, if you're going to troll, at least have your face to the phone. If you're going to troll, don't be calling with no old um, 
uh, Razer from 2004. All right. Can we get a, a, a new phone? Can you upgrade your operating system? Can you upgrade that that speaker? My man, you calling in with a whole uh, a can in the string to Uncle ABL, to regular ABL. That ain't really going to do it, man. I need you to have a regular a regular phone that connects well, a landline, something better than that piece of garbage you call, call up here with. <laughs> I can barely, I'm like, oh, can I, can I hear you? I, excuse me, sir. What was that? I can't, you're, you're trolling, but I can't even hear what you're saying. Huh? What's that? Troll a little bit louder, please. Yeah. You don't, you don't troll me with this old raggedy piece of garbage you found from the dumpster. It's like, sir, sir, at least get a phone that works when you want to troll. Because it was not very effective. <laughs> yeah, the Obama phone. Yeah, you got you got one of them migrant phones. You got one of them border patrol phones. Like, are you late for your court date, sir? When is your court date to see if you are granted asylum in the U.S.? What's really happening here, sir? Did you did you did you come from the southern border? They gave you a border phone, and you decided, hey, you know what I want to do as my first course of action in the U.S.A. I want to troll ABL. On my border phone. You know you only got about two calls on that thing before you got to get some new minutes. You got to go to the court and talk to ICE to get some more minutes on your phone. Anyway, I digress. 208, you don't know who I'm speaking to. Hey, BL, this is uh, Scott. Can you hear me? I hear you, but you're on speaker, so it's kind of it's kind of muffled a little bit. Let me Oh, what? Can you hear me now? Much better. You there, boss? All right. I don't know what happened. He hung up. So shout out to him. Sorry about that. I don't know what happened. I didn't do it. Don't blame me. Blame the white man. It's kind of buffed a little bit. All right, Anthony. What's, what's happening? Man, you need some pasty white dude to go out there and be a man on the street with you. That way you don't scare away the, the kinfolk. Yeah, for real. Like seriously, me out there, it's like, okay, who's this? Um, this, 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 um, this uncle trying to ask for five dollars. Yeah, need someone to break the ice. Yep. Um, I think it's pretty obvious what's going on with this Fanny Willis. Um, all those late night visits. I think they're playing Dungeons and Dragons. <laughs> Is that it? <laughs> yeah. Doing a uh, couch couch co op. <laughs> well, I mean, don't don't hate the players. You don't hate the game. Um, there is something about her, I suppose. Uh, man, they're. <clears throat> I think Trump's gonna lose. You think so? Yeah, I. Uh, I was listening to this Laura Trump talk about what she's gonna do. And they think they're going to ballot harvest. That's like the worst idea I've ever heard in my life. Okay. You can't ballot harvest rural Republicans. And there's there's no way to out-ballot harvest a whole system where they've been doing it and they've tooled up. They've got all the institutions, all the volunteers, everything like that to do it in the city centers where they can just go from door to door to door to do it. So uh, her her whole plan and, and Trump's – I love Trump to death, but he's a horrible judge of character. Um, so voter ID is dead. And not only is voter ID dead, they killed signature verification. 
And then we have this ERIC system that will let you vote in two or three different states, especially young college grads, which which was what was going on in Maricopa County. Until I hear of some way where they just can't print the ballots they need to beat Trump again, like they did last time, uh, I don't think it's possible for him to win. And the cheating will be so blatant and everybody will be wise to it that uh, you know, if you put it into context, there's been no meaningful reforms in the electoral college. They'll be competing slates of electors, and there'll be different generals who basically say, "Well, I think Trump is the president," and there'll be some that say he's not. That's how it goes. Well, I think I'm a little bit more. I think I'm more optimistic. I think that a lot of the states have been able to tighten it up. Georgia being one of them, especially under Brian Kemp. Now, I, I live right here, so people talk, people don't like Brian Kemp, but I live right here. So I think he's doing a good job. I think that people are going to be surprised at how well Georgia's run when it comes to 2024 election. I would be very surprised. I mean, that, that Ruby Friedman, she Facebook-lived herself saying under her breath, what we're going to do here, we're going to do something, we're going to put in the work. And then she went over to a tray of ballots that had no address on them and they were all sealed. And she said, this is what we're up to right here. This woman managed to sue Rudy Giuliani for, I think it was $150 million or something like that. I don't see the courts like Fulton County, for example. I mean, that's where the, this Fannie Willis thing is. I don't, I don't see a fair election as even being possible there. Uh, maybe can, can change something, but I just, I just don't think the numbers are there. And I think, you know, when you're told that he's Hitler and all this other stuff and you take the moral high ground, I, they think it's their duty to cheat, you know, and that's, that's where it's at. That's all I got for you, man. Um, I got to go get back to my D and D game, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to go chunk up, check out your show though. Uh, the, Uncle Uncle Anthony, Uncle ABL. ABL, you got it. There you go. All right, reminds me of Uncle Remus. You know, uh, I like it. You got ne you got nephews, nieces, and nephews. I do. Oh, terrific! So yeah, all right, <laughs> man. You be good. All right, now take care. Bye. All right, shout out to Matt. Yeah, I have how many nieces I got now? Four, and a nephew. Yep. So, yeah, I, I, I kind of, I'll be losing count. And then I got cousins that's like my brothers and sisters. So I count, I don't, I don't, I don't count their kids as my nieces and nephews, but they kind of are. Okay, let's keep on going here. Let's go 208. You don't know who I'm speaking to. Hey, ABL, it's Tom. Sorry I lost you there a minute ago, man. Uh, great show tonight. Uh, the, the first thing I wanted to speak with you about, Anthony, I know you're in Tennessee. Uh, I ran across something that really caught my attention uh, today, and it's out of a – it's from this senator. I think he's a senator. Scott Sapicki um, out of the Tennessee legislature down there. Okay. And you were talking about the vaccines at the top of the hour – so Scott Sapicki and this John Clemens was having a discussion about their their 
they're, they moved it forward. They moved it out of committee. They're getting it passed in Tennessee, it looks like, that uh, when you go to the grocery store and you buy a head of lettuce, right now they're concentrating on lettuce and tomatoes. Nothing else has been mentioned. But they're introducing this bill to where the, I guess it's the suppliers of the produce, they have to label uh, if it's been injected or however they do it with COVID vaccine. Have you heard anything about that? I've not heard about that. Yeah, it was two days ago. It was in the, the Senate. I'm assuming it's the Senate, the, however, but uh, they're trying to get it labeled the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Um, yeah, so they're, this is starting to look kind of scary, honestly. You know, when you got states that have to pass laws that if you're going to incorporate a vaccine in something that unsuspecting people go to the store and buy, uh, you know, it just kind of makes me wonder, have they already done it? Yeah, I mean, it's it's a good question. So, and as far as the other caller that was just on there, um, I kind of agree with him on some of the points he had. Uh, I don't agree that I don't agree with him that Trump is not going to win, but I do agree with him that they're certainly not beyond cheating once again. So that's my opinion on that. But, and also love your new channel. I just ran across it uh, yesterday, as a matter of fact. Uh, I'll support you on that as well, my friend. Keep up the good work. Thank you for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Uh, Have a good one, Anthony. Good night. All right, shout out to the caller. Great call. Let's keep on rocking and rolling here. The number to call, 434-658-1220. Again, 434-658-1220. The number is always in the description. Also right here in the bottom of the screen on the ticker, it'll come across. There it is. Perfect timing. 434-658-1220. Let's keep rocking and rolling. Let's go. 859, you're on the line. Who am I speaking to? Yo, how's that going, ABL? I got to make my way out. Uh the back door yeah i'm on the i'm on the clock somewhere man you know how that is but i might i might be uh might be dipping out quickly if a car shows up you know how that is right on <laughs> i'm enjoying the show man i really enjoy the show i i, I was going to speak on the whole nikki haley thing what what is she thinking that's my question she's not going to win this she's definitely not going to win this because hands down trump is going to win well, i definitely see that the writing on the wall already especially with the economy collapsing Especially the, the the whole issue with Joe Biden screwing up. I mean, in any way, if if, if if anybody with brain cells would say, "Yeah, she ain't gonna win this." Yeah, for sure. I mean, that was pretty much a, a no brainer. And and then also, I'm like, I mean, the other the other uh, comment, I don't know, it's caller a comment said that she's you know she's probably getting paid tons of money to do it and it's like well that doesn't surprise me and i think it's kind of hypocritical that she goes off and says well you know the deep state it's like girl you are the deep state <laughs> explain to me why you want to stay on uh, say, uh, explain to me why you want to stay on the race when you have no chances at all right it's crazy and it's it's, it's kind of like when reagan said oh you know i'm for the second amendment rights but yet once quick gun restriction, but you know, it's, it's the hypocrisy of politics, man. And I'll, yeah, I made that comment about the, uh, you know, the comparison between great gay surgery therapy and, and the gender reassignment surgery. I think it was a big issue and a big problem back in the nineties with child abuse and stuff like that with some of these, uh, you know, these, these mega churches from like the early nineties. I don't know what's going on today now with that, you know, 
But it's, it's, I think it's the hypocrisy from the LGBT activist community. I separate those two from, you know, the L- other LG and the other activist types. I, I, it, I think the activist, activist types, to my opinion, is making, <laughs> making the situation worse for us, to my opinion. Especially, they're just trying to make, you know, they're just trying to make everybody look like pedophiles when they start doing this whole, gig, this whole uh, you know, gender reassignment surgery. It's creepy. It's like really creepy. And I agree with Dr. Phil. It's like, you know, he's a straight scientist. It's ridiculous all these these institutions are supporting this. What's going on? Yeah, it's pretty crazy. It's creepy. I just this is why this is what I'm wondering. It's like, okay, have we went through the whole list of Jeffrey Epstein yet? I mean <laughs> can we lock these people up by this point? Questionable. Very questionable. Right. Hey man, I, I enjoyed the phone. Uh, I, I enjoyed I enjoy the show, man. Thank you very much for taking my phone call, man. Thank for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. Hey, no, no, hey, uh, no problem, man. Much love to you, man. And hey, keep up with the ABL show. Uh, keep up with the Uncle ABL, man. I'm enjoying the content, man. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. No problem, man. Much love. Talk to you later. Loose the train, libertarian out. I gotta head back. Head back to work. All right, now. All right, shout out to my man for the phone call. Definitely appreciate it. Keep on rocking and rolling here. Let's go to. I'm going to to 647. Hello, caller. Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Hello, hello, hello. I hear something. Anthony Brian Logan? Yes. Whoa. That's loud in there. All right. It's it's a lot of noise in the background. uh, Yeah, I can't really control that, unfortunately. Um, Just going to improvise. Yeah, I'm at the... Okay, I don't know what's going on, but you kind of in and out, got loud noises. I'm sorry, man. You got to get to a, a quiet place and also have a better connection. Sorry about that, boss. Okay, let's keep on rocking and rolling here. Let's go to 504 online. Who am I speaking to? Hey, ABL. It's Alien Spaceship. All right, man. What's going on? All right. Well, first of all, my birthday's tomorrow, so I'm excited about that. I, 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 happy early birthday. Thank you. And... Also, so very good topics, and I like the different callers. And so I do want to talk about the AT&T outage because I covered that too in one of my lives recently, a couple of days ago. And yeah, I heard about the solar flares and we're like discussing it. And you're right. Like, I think a solar flare would knock out a wider range than just one specific company. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that, I mean, because I, at first I didn't think about that, but then somebody said it. It was like, well, a solar flare doesn't have a specific target. It'll just knock everything out or whatever it's in the path of. So, yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Yeah, and also we think that, which basically is what also was said here too, is that the AT&T probably could be covering up something because it's possible they're telling the truth, but it's kind of vague and not specific about some kind of a glitch or something happened during an update. Yeah, so I do think that there's probably more that they're they're not telling us. Yeah, definitely. And it's it's kind of weird because it's like why not just say what's going on, but maybe maybe they don't know and maybe that might be the reason why we don't know. Exactly. And okay, so there's another situation going on with of with the balloon so there's a balloon traveling and it was of last night or yesterday it was over utah and so it's traveling down here and norad intercepted it but they determined it wasn't a threat 
so they didn't shoot it down. They just left it alone. Okay. Yeah, see, I, I think I heard something about that, but I didn't look into it. So another balloon just kind of allowed to go through the country? Yes. It's crazy. Yeah, and it's around the same time of year, not exactly the same time, but it's like a couple of few like a month or so off of when the one last year came over from China and last like China was saying last time it was an accidental weather balloon that blew over here during like the cold fronts that come from that part of the world over here. But as I and others think that it's probably another spy balloon from them just flying over and they're not going to intercept it, just going to let it just fly over the country again. It's a little bit of a different projection than the other one, but that's not really good because they're just gathering more information in my opinion. Oh, of course, because, I mean, of course, there'd be more balloons because the first one was allowed to go over the entire country. So why not another one? They're not going to shoot it down. They didn't shoot the other <laughs> one down. So they do the same thing with this one. Exactly. They're too concerned about uh, Ukraine and the conflicts over in the world and changing the different genders and ice cream and stuff. Right. Exactly. <laughs> right. Also, I'm glad, finally, the COVID information's coming out that there's health problems associated with it because it was new and it was like an experimental I, if i could recall correctly the fda wasn't didn't even approve of it and it certainly has issues and would cause people problems i never got it and i'm fine i'm still alive also <laughs> exactly i think that we um will we'll be just fine without taking that experimental vaccination right and you know people like so many people had like a cult of personality about it. They had this a collective idea about doing it. And it was very, very you know, creepy because it's like those dystopian movies and stuff, how they want people to do things that are wrong or things that the revolutions and stuff that happened in history. Yeah. It's, it's like that. And um, it's good that we you know, decided not to do it because, you know, obviously a lot of people are having problems with it and it's best to like not jump off of a bridge or basically with 9-11 where people, they're telling people to not, uh, to stay in the building and right when they told them that uh, the other plane hit. So, but other people had a gut feeling to get out of the building anyway. So it's always good to trust your gut and not go with what the mainstream narrative tells you. Oh, absolutely. All right. And also I think that with the, the situation that more people are waking up about what's going on. And it, you know, finally, like they always call this conspiracy theorists and tinfoil hat wears about many different things. And now there people are waking up about it, especially with the high inflation and stuff like that. Yeah. Like now everybody that was considered to be a tinfoil hat wearer is, is a prophet in the sage. It's funny how that works. Right. But also another thing, I'm glad that you're showing the Joe Rogan clip with Dr. Phil about the, yeah, the, and you're talking about the, the trans people, how the kids that did it, they didn't develop right. And that's actually shows that it's, it's, there's something not, in my opinion, something's not right there and they shouldn't be doing that to kids. Right. Exactly. You know, and it's, it's, it's a weird thing that people are like allowing this to happen. It shouldn't be happening at all. It should be a completely, a completely discontinued in the legal process. Right. Okay. That's all I have to say for this call. Thank you for wishing me a happy birthday and taking my call. Thanks for the call, man. Definitely appreciate it. Okay, bye. All right, great call. So shout out to Alien Spaceship. And again, happy early birthday. Shout out to you. Enjoy your day, boss. Let's keep on rocking and rolling. Let's go. 407, you're online. Who am I speaking to? 
Uh, yes, my name is Brandon. All right, man. What's happening? Uh, yeah, I just want to ask about uh, President Trump. So um, I'm, I'm looking at I'm looking at his win. Um, so I'm, I'm voting for him for sure. So what I want to know is President Trump, if he wins, what happens if he gets indicted immediately after? Well, I mean, I guess it would be some court action, but that's pretty much it. Yeah, but 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 what what happens after that? Who who takes over? Like if if he wins, right? Uh huh. If he wins the election, and he gets indicted, what happens? Nothing. I mean, all it just goes to court. Like, okay, you're not you're not asking the correct question. What you want to know is if he goes to jail, who becomes president? Exactly. Okay, now because that's separate from being indicted. If he goes to jail. There's nothing preventing him from actually remaining to be the president, really, because sure. what would have to happen is if he was to get locked up, he would have to actually resign. And then whoever the vice president is will take over. OK, so so who, who, whoever he has, like the vet, maybe. Right. Yes. Could be right. Which hopefully so. Right. Because the vac, I, I, I was going to be actually he used to be my number one guy. Yeah, I mean, but yeah, but uh, yeah, that, that, that's what I wanted to ask. Um, hey, uh, I'm I'm in Murphy, North Carolina, um, close, kind of close to you guys, so a um, couple hours away. So right yeah, on. man, thanks, thanks, dude. Um, you're you're awesome. I've I've been following you for uh, you know five six years now. So well, thank you for your calling yeah. and support, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right, man. All right, have a good night, bro. Same to you. So I think you guys are talking about it and, you know, sitting presidents normally don't get indicted, but you know, it's all kind of norms being broken with what's happening right now. So to be just to give him a little bit of a deeper answer again, it's only three qualifications to be the president 35 years old, natural born U S citizen and lived in the U S 14 years. That's it. It doesn't matter if you go to jail, none of that matters. So Theoretically, if he was to get indicted as a president, as a sitting president, which is not really a thing that happens, but it could happen, I suppose. Um, if you're indicted as a president and then you get convicted, and you have to go to jail, prison, well, prison. Um, if he goes to a federal penitentiary, he could pardon himself as a president. If he goes to a state penitentiary, he cannot pardon himself because it's not a federal crime. Now, if he gets locked up, in essence, he would have to resign in order to stop being president because just being locked up does not automatically mean you're not eligible for office. You could be the president from in prison. And, and so what would probably happen in that circumstance, he might remain the president and refuse to resign or he resign and then the vice president takes over. Now, if that's wrong, you guys let me know, but I think that's pretty much how it would work. Okay, let's keep on rocking and rolling. The number to call, 434, you know the rest. Call and pick, speak to 617. Hey, what's going on, man? What's happening? Just want to follow what you said. The president does not need to resign, and he still could run the country from jail. There's no, there's no law that says if a president gets convicted that he needs to sign during his, you know, during his uh, term as president. So he doesn't need to resign. He could still run from jail. 
And I think what will happen, uh, they won't, I think they will, will get immunity so to avoid this chaos because it's already a lot of stupid people and confused and Trump will cause more problems. So I believe that they will, they will allow them to do his four years and then probably after that they will be indicted or he will keep postponing. But definitely uh, the case in Georgia, it's, it's finished, it's done. It's really the finish. Powell already spoke. Eastman already said that he was part of the enterprise. And Giuliani might be getting a plea deal. Hello? So, so I'm, I'm listening to you. So you say it's done. Like, what do you mean? Like, you mean that it won't go any further? It's finished? It's over with? Well, if it wins, I don't think, if it wins, it doesn't have to quit the presidency. There's no law that says that. There's ethics no, 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 that no, say no. that. What I, what I asked you was about Georgia. You said that the case is done. So are you saying that the case won't go any further? Like, what do you mean when, it's, when you say it's done? We'll, we'll go. We'll continue. We'll continue. Why will we stop when they have all the evidence collected? So you say all it's, the evidence so, being so, collected. So is it, is it done or are we going to keep on going? Which one? They're going to keep on going. Hopefully, Fanny Willis, she will going to have to uh, rescue herself or she will be barred or whatever they wanted to do with her or prosecutor. And then they will bring a new prosecutor. No, 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 that's not how it works. I mean, let me tell you how it works. Let me give you a little correction. In Georgia, in Fulton County, okay. what happened is if she is taken off the case, then the entire Fulton County DA's office is off the case. Then they got to find a new county to take the case in the area. That's how, that's how that but works. But they already have the evidence. Listen, listen. What I'm telling you is how the law works in Georgia. So that's just pretty much it. Well, they will bring, I'm, 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 sure, I'm sure they will figure out a new county. They could fund it and they will continue the case. All the evidence on the table. And, 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 and even if they don't continue in Georgia, Arizona is already investigating the uh, fake electors. And also, Wisconsin is already investigating the new electors. So either way, is going to jail. The, the question is, if he wins, that's how he wants to win, because if he wins, I mean, we have never done this before, have a president indicted and sent him to prison, and then if he wins, so they're going to have to figure something out. They're going to have to be like, okay, uh, you know, we're going to give him immunity as president, even at the state level, should don't get immunity at the federal level, and let him finish term his term, and then they will go after him. That's why he's so desperate winning. Everybody said that even the documents, they say fake electors. These guys are so stupid. It's like, are you sending a bank statement to the bank or financial statement? Are you say fake financial statements? So I got a question. Just, just imagine I, so, I got, that. So, I got, so I got a question. Why are they just now investigating when this all happened allegedly in 2020? Why four years later, all of a sudden, you starting to, to do well, the is, Well, because, well, well, you got to understand. So do you know what he did? Let me, do you know no, what no, he no, did? No, 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 okay. Like, I, I know, I know the story. We don't, we don't have, we don't got time to go through the story. My question well, is, then you excuse, me, excuse, okay. me, excuse, so me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. The question was very simple. If all this allegedly happened in 2020, why are we just now trying to do investigations in 2024, four years later? Okay. So when they got the fake electors, when they got them, when they say they find out that, you know, they got to go to the governor's match for the governor office to cast their vote. They said that the vote that they were casting was for Trump because 
it was an investigation by judges and 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 their lawyers. Okay, so why so why Biden, so why are we just now four years later starting the investigation? Do, do you think they're gonna prosecute him overnight? It, it, it takes, takes it takes it takes time. So when did the investigation start? It started like in twenty when started twenty twenty one. Really twenty twenty one. It started right after. It started. So so yeah, you're, so, 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 so you're saying other states are investigating electors now. I mean, so they've been investigating for what two or three years, and it just now just no, so but that, that's well. I remember it started it started in Georgia, and they, those evidence they they have to consider as much evidence as they can. They have to to consider most most evidence as much as they can. This thing takes time. Okay, sure. you know you don't want to make any mistake in this investigation. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, four years to investigate. I got it. Yeah, that this investigation uh -oh. took time. Okay. I mean, the, some of these guys didn't start talking like after a year later, after they pressured them, like, oh, we're going to give you jail time, you don't talk. Um, all of them talk. Giuliani talk. Eastman talk. Powell talk. I mean, your lawyers, they're supposed to support. Your lawyers that went to court with you supposedly for the fraudulent election, they are now the ones they're investigating because they committed fraud. <laughs> And this is the craziest thing that I have in my life. I've been watching politics for quite a while, for a very long time. Before I go, you talk about Charlemagne, right? Yeah. You, you, I, I guess you have a bit of Charlemagne. Well, Charlemagne doesn't know anything about politics. You know that, right? I, I think the guy is now turning to politics because it's a huge audience and, and, and the elections are coming and and probably doesn't want to deal with anything that has to do with uh, the music industry because that's what he was doing was the gossip. Okay, the, so all what, the BS, so 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 why are you talking about him not knowing about politics? How is it relevant to what I said? It's, it, well, it's, it, well, I guess he said that 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 uh, that he's been uh, that the, the Biden administration called him to tell him to shut up. I, I don't believe not none of that. I can't prove it, but I don't believe because the guy for the John Turk, I think, what's his name? So 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 so, Tigger, so 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 do you believe what you saw when Joe Biden went on the Breakfast Club and said, "Hey, if you don't know whether you vote for me or for Trump, you ain't black." Do you believe that? Do, did you see it with your own two eyes? Yeah, I believe that. Okay, so I believe that. So when he goes on TV and says something like that, that's very disrespectful and very racist to him in his face, is it a far cry to think that maybe they're going to call him and say, "Hey, don't be negative" when they went on TV and did something worse? Well, because he will say all the time negative things about Trump, and they got more more, it, it, more excuse me, but look, than the, Joe Biden went on there and said that to his face, disrespectful and racist. Well, do you know why he said that? Excuse me, excuse me, excuse me. No, 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 no. It's racism. I'm not trying to. Bro, I'm, excuse, to, excuse to, me. Look, to, look, 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 look. Excuse me, excuse me. What was it? The racist statement mm -hmm. to make that if you know if you know what? Well, let me explain. No, 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 no. Was it a racist? Was it a racist statement to say? That well, you, excuse me, excuse me, sir, excuse me, sir. So, so when you say that, hey, you basically, if you're black, you got to vote for me. A white guy telling the black guy, you're black, vote for me. That's not racist. If that's not racist, then I don't know what it is. It's pretty clear that that's a racist statement. And to say it's not is really, really crazy on your part. Why is that not a racist statement? Can so you, you explain? Okay, let me tell you what he said. No, 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 no. I, I actually asked a very specific question. Tell me why that statement is not racist. If you don't know whether you're voting for me or for Trump, then you ain't black. How was that statement not racist? Go ahead. Tell me why. 
30 well, seconds. Let me explain. Let me explain to you. Let me explain. We don't, we don't got all night. Answer the question or I hang up. So you see, you don't, you don't. Like we, we don't got all night. Come on, man. Like, respect my time. Answer the question or we're going to hang okay. up. Okay. I don't know. I don't know if he's a racist or not because I can't tell you that. So, so you just said that it's not racist. Now you're saying you don't know. So which one is it? Well, let me, let me explain. No, 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 no. You just said it was not racist. Now you're saying you don't know if it's racist. So which one is it? No, uh, you're not consumed time. Okay, let me explain you. Which, which, give me the Remember answer. Trump, give me the answer. Come on. We don't got, don't we don't got all night. Give me the answer. I don't know if he's racist or not. You, but you just but said, but you, but you, but you, you just said, that. but you just said that it was. So which one is it? Okay, let's say it was racist. Let's say it was racist. Nah, okay, all right. Have, have a good night. I don't got all night. I asked you a very simple question. Is it a racist statement? I don't think so. Then I say, then, then you say, well, I don't know if it is or not. Let's stop lying. It's a racist statement. If Trump said something like that on TV, there'd be no ambiguity. If you don't know whether you're voting for me or for Trump, then you ain't black. From this 1,000-year-old white guy to a black guy on TV, on the radio, is racism. What does my color got to do with it? Why are you mentioning race at all? Talk about your policy decisions. Don't, don't, don't talk about my race and then say you got to vote somewhere because you're that color. That's crazy. That's racism. But I understand you got to, you know, fight for your team. You got to fight for your team. So I get it. All right. It's got to call it. Who am I speaking to? What does my color? Oh, sorry, everyone. Let me mute you, sir. One sec. Oh, hi, Bill. It's Danny. How's it going, mate? It's all good, man. What's happening? Yeah, great show, man. Thanks for taking my call again. Appreciate it, mate. No problem. Yeah, I can confirm that is a racist statement by Biden. <laughs> there we go. Thank you. <laughs> oh, boy. I mean, again, it's just all the excuses in the world, isn't it? I remember him. I don't know if it was him, but a while back, he made excuses for Hillary Clinton as well about, you know, that time that she accidentally fell down the, the stairs and uh, smashed up all her laptops and phones. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's always the same thing. It's excuse after excuse. But yeah, you know, Trump... Trump does something and all of a sudden it's the end of the world. It's just this is embarrassing, mate. Absolutely. Yeah, but those uh those um those shoes, those sneakers he brought out is uh it's actually quite hilarious to be honest. I mean, um, I think it's a genius move though. I mean, at the end of the day, Trump does whatever the hell he wants. And That's if you right. don't like it, then fair enough. But um you know, if, no one's forcing you to buy the sneaker, right? I mean, personally I wouldn't wear the sneaker, it's a bit too like flash and a bit out there for me, if you know what I mean. But um, I was wondering, is he going to release like a budget version, like a silver and bronze model? Or... <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I think I think it might have been a one shot deal. Oh, okay. Well, I mean, it's 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 an investment for some people, don't it? Because I've heard some people already are, are like getting offers for them, like triple or quadruple the oh, money yeah. they've already spent. Oh yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And then you know, if you hold them for a while, that could be a collector's item for sure. Yeah, honestly, if I could, yeah, if I could actually buy a pair, I probably would, but. Uh... Yeah, so again, so as the article was talking about with the Trump's, was he talking about? Was that to do with the whole the property value? And is that the case that Fannie Willis is doing? Is the stuff to just talk about his properties and then the value of his property? Was that or was that a different case? That's a different case. That's that's in New York. That's um um in New York with with the with their attorney general or whoever that is out there, James. That's that's what her. But in Georgia with Fannie Willis, that's the election interference case. Oh, okay. All right. So you got that. Okay. So you got the nutcase woman accusing him of mental rape, and then you've got obviously the stuff with the the uh, the 
house the housing the property value and then you've got the stuff with Fanny Willis I mean uh, this whole thing about there's been an investigation for ages and they needed time I mean for Christ's sake we heard nothing about anything when when you know obviously when Trump was out of the equation he, no one he didn't say anything about what he was running we, no one was talking about Trump no one was talking about investigation or we're going to go for him for this or that the second this I'm pretty sure the second he pretty much made it official all of a sudden you just started hearing about all these things that come out of the blue right or am i wrong now you're right i mean that that was the whole thing and it was always going to be that way because it's just a way to try and keep trump in court and out of office they they can't figure out a way to get rid of this man so they they, they resort to this kind of stuff keeping them in court yeah, I just don't know how people, these people can't see it. I mean, it's, please, if you're listening, like, like anyone who disagrees with me, if like, just please be open-minded for just one minute and just take the name Donald Trump out of it. Just pretend it's just a, another person. Just look at the, the evidence, look at the information, you know, and just it's obviously so obvious that it's a witch hunt. I mean, this is a, lit a literal witch hunt. I mean... Everything the Democrats are doing is just totally against democracy. I mean, they're and again, they call themselves the Democrats. It's just how ironic is that? Right. Yeah. But, um, and, and as for the, the, the vaccine stuff, Abby, I, I totally agree. I mean, as every day passes now, I, I'm just so grateful and just so thankful that I didn't take that crap. I mean, honestly, mate. Yeah, for real. I'm, I'm really glad I didn't take it. And I, it was always going to be that way from the beginning. There was never a doubt in my mind that I wasn't going to take it. Like everyone in my family uh, have taken it. Um, again, I tried to talk to them. I tried to warn them. And, and that now all these like loads of people doing videos on this now talking about it and we're trying to show them it. But and, and, and none of they don't want to know. They don't want to watch it. They don't want to listen. They're just kind of like, you know, they're kind of in that sort of blissful ignorance. They just don't want to know, you know, and I, I kind of want to be wrong because obviously I, the people in my family have taken it. And I don't want any of them to, to be harmed by it. So I'm sort of got my fingers crossed, hoping that there isn't any long term effects from it. So yeah. fingers crossed. But at the same time, it's I, I warned that I, I guess you can't you can't. You, what's that saying? You can't um, you can lead a horse to water, but you can't force them to drink it or something like that. It's that's, like a that's right. Yeah, and you just. But anyway, sorry, Bill. I know I'm taking up too much time. Um, thanks for taking my call again, mate. Take care. Shout out to the chat. Appreciate it, mate. Thank you for the call, man. Definitely appreciate you. All right. See you, mate. Bye. Bye. All right. Great call. Shout out to my man for the calls. Keep on rocking and rolling here. Let's go. 773. You don't know how much to. Hey, it's your retired Chicago police officer, friend. Thanks for squeezing my call in. Hey, BL, it's almost comical with this uh, Fannie Willis uh, uh, thing. And uh, also, even with the female, the corrupt female mayor of Boulton, Illinois, uh, Tiffany Hanyard, where, you know, she was uh, going on trips on uh, the, the city's money, and uh, they're trying to repossess all the squad cars because she hasn't paid that bill yet. You know, the thing about the truth is it rises to the top. And the reason the truth gets revealed and rises to the top is because the truth is the only event that actually happened. It's the only event that actually happened. And technology makes it harder and harder to hide the truth with a lie. Just like, you know, this is all coming out. There's, you know, your phone pings, there's records, you know, there's technology just 
handles all that and makes them look like fools. And she'll be on trial herself soon enough, I'm sure. Um, the other thing, ABL, uh, that uh, Ray- Raymond Arroyo, where he was uh, um, uh, talking about the, the Trump uh, gold Trump sneakers and that's why blacks are leaning towards Trump because they like basketball sneakers. I mean, how insulting is that to the black community or to anybody? How insulting is that? That's as insulting as Biden saying, you know, if you don't know if you're going to vote for me or Trump, you ain't black. It's as insulting as Hillary Clinton saying that she never goes anywhere without hot sauce. She said that on the breakfast club that one time. It's insulting because here's the thing that that's what they think of the black community. That's how out of touch they are. They don't think blacks are intelligent enough to use that technology that I was talking about and to watch TV and to, you know, go on YouTube and other platforms. And also they see it happening in, in, in their own communities, the open border, all these uh, migrants and illegals getting all these services right in front of their eyes that maybe they would, that's why they're leaning towards Trump, not because he came out with some stupid basketball shoes. It's ridiculous. They underestimate the black community. That's what they do. And the only way that they really get the black community to vote for them is to really only bribe a segment of the black community. They bribe a segment of all communities that are on, that get certain uh, financial gains from the government. If you're on, uh, you know, welfare or food stamps or anything else, whether you're black or white or whatever, you could be bribed because you don't want that stream of money to end. It's like a bribe. You don't want that stream of money to end. So you vote against your own interest. But more and more people are seeing that uh, what the results are of the leftist ideology and and they are going if they're not going to Trump, they're going away from you people. That's for sure, because they don't like that radical thinking. And that is why Biden has kept that border open, because they want to cheat. They want to make these people citizens enough to vote. That's what they want to do. And if they don't, if they don't succeed in this election, they'll, they'll want to have this anchor here to succeed in elections to come. It's a very dangerous thing. We need to protect our borders. We need to protect ourselves. And uh, I mean, hopefully people will open their eyes and, and make some kind of change. I, I mean, really, we need some kind of change here because uh, it, the alternative is not good. Anyway, that's my two cents, ABL. Thanks for taking my call and uh, letting me give my opinion, and I'll talk to you later. Thanks for the call. Definitely appreciate you. Thanks. All right, great call, and that will be a wrap for me. I will see you guys again live on Wednesday, same bat time, same bat place, 8 p.m. Eastern to right around right now, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Shout out to all you guys for watching. Shout out to everybody that's watching, retweet, and super chat, and whatever you're doing. I could not do the show without you. Shout out to all the mods, keeping the trolls in check and in line. I appreciate you all for what you do. And of course, I'm here all throughout the week putting out pre-recorded videos on this channel and Uncle ABL. You guys are really, really supporting that channel, and I appreciate it. I'm getting quite a few subs. I'm getting quite a few views. 
I'm getting really, really good views, much more than I expected. So thank you all for that. Um, the reason why I did this channel is because I've always been watching a lot of content like this. Shout out to Coach Greg Adams. Shout out to Better Bachelor, Joker. Shout out to a lot of guys. I don't want to miss anybody's names, but I really enjoyed their content. But I always have my particular um, opinion about certain things. And I wanted to really express myself on those issues. But I didn't want to conflate it with my political stuff and mix it together because they don't really go. So I said, why not do a new channel? So I've been talking about it for months and months. And I said, you know what? Just one day, we go ahead and do it and do it. And it's been a very, very positive response. Much more than I expected. Um, so, yeah, I thank y'all for doing that. I'm And I'm going to be putting out a lot more content on both channels. So, you guys, if you're not subscribed to the channel, if you're interested, you could do it. If not, that's fine, too. I thank you all for watching. Any video of mine, I really, really appreciate it. All right. And of course, I'm on Twitter, I'm on Facebook, I'm on Instagram. You can follow me on all those platforms. Visit the link in the bio, go to my website. It'll all be right there on the contact page. All righty. So yeah, I had a, I had a spam, I had a spam, well, Robbie Mill. I had to get spam for a minute. Yeah, I got, I got those spamming privileges. So shout out to you, man. Shout out to all you guys. I'll be back again live on Wednesday, of course. I got super chats on deck, I believe. I'll read those right quick. Then I wrap it on up, put the bow clean on top. Uh, let me see. Shout out to Ivan Jr. who says, I can be your videographer. I'm local. Well, shout out to you. Um, like in Atlanta, I'm, I, I got to just move out there because it's like where I live now, I got to, I find myself having to go to one place or the other. Either I got to go to Nashville or I got to go to Atlanta to get certain stuff done. Okay. If I got a speaking engagement or something, any kind of anything it's Nashville. If I got podcasts, any kind of other stuff it's Atlanta. It's, it's cool to live in between, but I kind of want to be in one place or the other. So I'll decide whether I want to go that way or that way. We'll see. But yeah, shout out to you, boss. Um, thank you to Bina for gifting five ABO memberships and then five more ABO memberships. You can gift a, if you want to gift memberships, Ojo, go for it. You could do it. You could just do the little super chat button right there. And you can, there's an option, I believe, to gift memberships from that. So yeah. If you want to go for it, and that's that's cool with me. Shout out to Bob K MIT for gifting five ABO memberships. Shout out to Six Six X who gifted five ABO. Hey, you guys are gifting all the memberships. I appreciate you. Uh, shout out to Bob K MIT who says, "Great show, sir. Hang on, going to be a long nine months until the election. Oh, it's going to be crazy. Like just just get ready. Hold on to your hats. This is going to be like summertime. Forget about it. It's going to be crazy." I'm already getting myself prepared. I'm trying to have my channels be in good standings and getting my Facebook ready because I already know it's going to be a mess because it's, it's a mess right now. It's a whole big mess right now. All righty. And what else we got? Shout out to Bina again for five more memberships. And Bina also says, thank you for all your hard work, ABL. We appreciate you. I appreciate you as well. Thank you all for being here. But that'll be a wrap for me. So until next time, y'all be safe. I'm out and peace.